This podcast is a satirical podcast. Any information should be verified by you before being believed. Thank you and enjoy. This is the Piskoff Podcast with your host, Yusuf Goff. Now I just fall down, I used to know, but I'm not sure now, what was I made for? What was I made for? Taking a drive, I was an ideal, look so alive. Turns out I'm not real, just something you paid for. My singing's off. Made for. Can't let it go too long without me singing. Cause I, cause I don't know how to feel, but I want to try, both her and I, I don't know how to feel, but someday. So that was um, Billie Eilish called, hold on, I forgot what it's called. It's going to come back around. It's scrolling. I think it's called, what was, what am I made, what was I made for? It's called, what was I made for by Billie Eilish from the, the soundtrack of Barbie, from the Barbie motion pic, from the motion picture Barbie single, because it's a single song. Uh, she might be single too. I don't know. Billie Eilish is like uh, what I call. I thought she was Taylor Swift when I first started listening to her, and I was like, "Oh, I see why people like her." And then somebody's like, "Oh, it's not Taylor Swift. This is Taylor Swift." And I was like, "I see why they like that Billie Eilish, though." <laughs> uh, what's going on, everybody? How you doing? How every? How are you all feeling, man? Is everybody doing good? Did you have a good Happy New Year? I hope you did. Have you had a good 2024 so far? Because listen, we are one weekend and it's been one hell of a week. All right. We got a lot of stuff to talk about later. We got the Cat Williams on uh, Shane the Morning interview. Um, we have the, the Epstein document. I'm not going over too much of it. Only thing I'm going to say for today is allegedly. I'm going to talk about all the shit that I heard that allegedly is what's on the the 900 something page documents i just received the documents before i went to the gym today um it's 900 fucking pages i like to read but you can't expect me to read 900 pages in an afternoon especially when i was going to be at the gym what am i going to be dude there was this one guy at the gym today on his phone drinking from a water bottle walking around i didn't see him lift a single goddamn weight I don't know what the fuck that was. Was that his New Year's resolution? It's just to go to the gym? Do whatever he does at home, but at the gym? Just walk around and text people? <sighs> at least he wasn't just sitting on a fucking bench to take him up. Oh my god, I got so mad when I got to the gym today because it was so goddamn packed from all you fucking New Year's resolution people. It's fine. I just hope you give up soon. 
if you're not going to give up, by all means, stay with it. I don't want anybody to give up. But if you're going to give up, give up sooner than later. Look, if you're going to try something, you'll know if you like it or not, right? Like, I, I did not like ginger the first time I tried it as a kid. I didn't like wasabi. So I didn't eat it until I was a little bit older and I can handle those types of flavors. And then I tried it and I liked it. And you know what? I fuck with ginger and I fuck with wasabi. Now, I mean, like, if you could be an asshole if you want, you could be like, oh, uh, I don't really like oat milk, but I'm going to keep trying it until I develop. That's how, dude, that's what people did with alcohol. Name, name one person that you know that started drinking alcohol and liked it right away unless they were an alcoholic. Go, name one person. Right? All we did was you found, we you only found something we, I'm talking for you guys now. You, all you did was you found something that you can tolerate. And you were like, you know what? This is the one that's the least disgusting to me. This is the one, why is this doing this? I don't know. I'm trying to grab a paper towel to blow my nose. The podcast is mobile. Um... You just find the one that you can keep down the easiest. You know what I mean? You're like, everything else makes me feel sick. <laughs> because you're not supposed to have it. It's fucking poison. Ah, uh, there's no... I didn't hit the cough button because this is not a cough. This is a blow your nose. Hold on. Gross, right? But listen. Now my nose. Clear. Ah. Uh, I'm using the mic stand today. I have, like, a little mic stand for a table, but it also doesn't fit on a table unless you angle it weird. So I have it in between my legs just sitting on the chair. Do I have to hold it with one hand anyway? Yes. Does it dis does it defeat its purpose? Absolutely, but it's okay. Um, let's do the update. We'll go through some stuff. I'll tell you how the week was. Um, and then... Oh, can't wait. I got to get Dave Namry on the podcast, by the way. Long time for me. It's been way too long. He was one of the first guests I had on. Uh, one of my, him, Jesse, um, uh, Jesse Montanez. Um, who else is a fan favorite of, a favorite of mine? Who are the people I would like every time they were like, I want to come into your podcast. I would do, I'd be like, Luke. When he's serious, though, like when when it's just me and him, and we can have a fucking face to face, because he had too many distractions, and then he's fucking all over the place. But Luke's in their top five, in no particular order. Jesse's in the top five. Dave Namry's in the top five. Those are three already. Um, who else do I really enjoy talking to? Hmm. Oh, obviously my dad. My dad's in the top five. Um, I want to get my brother on. Because I think that'll be fun. And I really do also enjoy talking to him, but he's not a podcast guest. So, I mean, am I, I guess, like, the other fifth one. Hmm. I haven't had Brandon on one-on-one, -on -one, I don't think. But he's he's fun to talk to. He knows how to, he knows how to yes and a lot. He's good at improv in that sense, so. It would be, oh, it'd be my fucking original crew, pretty much, for the most part. It's It'd be Dave Namry, me, Jesse, uh, Brandon, and my dad. My dad isn't part of the original crew, but we were the guys who used to hang out on Sundays in um, Westfield. So Westfield, West Westwood, Westwood. They had a mic there on Sundays, the most Sundays open mic, and uh, hosted by John Sweeney. Shout out to him. 
Oh, by the way, shout out to Lucas. I don't know if you want to say your last name, but I said I would give you a shout out for... I asked the internet. While I'm cleaning my apartment, I was like, yo, if anybody has... I've been Because I was looking online. Every time you look for the Epstein documents online, all you would find is links to news articles and nothing of the actual thing. And I'm not going to try to go down the Reddit rabbit hole, Reddit rabbit hole because I'm not good at Redditing. Um... I'm in the Reddit group for Tinder and for Bumble because it's fun to watch what, what people fail at in the dating world and how they're taking their shots and attempts. It's kind of entertaining, so I, I, I go on there, but I don't really go on there. I just get notifications and emails, and I'll click on that every once in a while. So, like, it only shows me the popular stuff, you know? But, um, but shout out to Lucas. He, uh, I, I put, I don't know why it keeps doing that little Oh, it's when I pop too hard, I guess. I'm popping too hard. Even though I have a pee popper cap on this. Anyway, I, uh, I'm cleaning my apartment and I was like, you know what? I want to talk about the Epstein thing like I was planning to talk about all week, but I haven't done any research. And so I was like, if anybody has access to it, send it my way. I'll do a little talk about it today. All the shit that we've been hearing. Uh, we'll go over a couple news articles to help refresh my memory of the shit that I've been hearing that's going on, but I also haven't read myself. So once I'm next week, when I'm able to read it myself, we'll go deep in that. Uh, for this week, we got some Cat Williams on this bitch. Boneless wings. I got boneless wings for later, too. All right. Podcast notes. Let's do this. Sunday. Yeah. So last week, Sunday, uh, I uploaded the podcast. Um, I made chili cheese dogs and chili cheese fries. I watched Rebel Moon on Netflix. Rebel Moon. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's pretty much uh, what I heard was Zack Snyder asked to direct a, a Star Wars movie. Uh, and then they said no. So he was like, uh, well, I, if I could direct a Star Wars movie, I'd make it better. It would have blackjack and hookers or something like that. And I keep hitting the mic. That's why I keep doing that. Um, via the mic stand. But anyway. It's apparently a three-part thing. We got one part already. And uh, if you're considering that it's going to be three parts, the first one has to set up the story where the main action should be in part two and three. It would be the climax. And then I think it could be it could be very good. So will I give the new ones a shot? Yes. Um, now, if two doesn't do it for me, am I going to watch three? It depends on what two does. Because if two doesn't at least like link up with the first story enough, use the already developed characters, maybe throw in a couple to fucking, uh, you know, do the little plot changes or whatever the fuck they're called. Like little, uh, what do you call them? What do you call them, Yusuf? When you trick people. Bait and switch. You know? And, uh, and and if it's not good, if it's not doesn't do good, maybe I'll still watch three just to see if it ties in. Maybe maybe it fills in those gaps that I thought were left in two. And if it doesn't, I'll just tell you guys all how fucking bad it sucks. Because that's how I do. I got your back, motherfucker. Anyway. Monday, I slept in because I had a dream with my mama. Alhamdulillah. And uh, I don't remember much of the details of the dream. I do remember seeing her. I remember it being an overall positive energy, positive feeling. And I did wake up very happy and I tried to go back into the dream. Um, that didn't work. 
but I did try. And I know that it was a good dream because of how I felt when I wake up, where usually sometimes I'll be I'll wake up and it'll be more sad. Like I had some uh, unresolved issues that I didn't fucking... Uh, but this time, happy. Almost like, like I got a sign that maybe she's all right with how I'm doing with things. Maybe she's trying to give me some advice and some direction that I maybe I took in subconsciously. We'll see. We'll see. Hey, Mama, if you're out there listening and you want to come both on my podcast and into my dreams at any time, please let me know. And you're more than welcome. You don't even have to let me know. Just stop on by. If you want to come in via ghost form and you're my mother and not some trickery, come on by. Can you talk if I plug in another microphone? Will just a static appear and then I could uh, enhance it the way they do in, in those movies? And then it's like, look, my mom is saying something. And she's saying, give me your soda. <laughs> I did that only for one person, my brother. My brother's the only one who knows. Give me your soda. My mom loves soda, dude. She loves soda. And it's what killed her. Um, diabetes. Um, don't drink soda. All right, so Monday, uh, I relaxed a bit. Then I went and hit the gym after the dream and all that. I came back. I took my protein shake, took a pra uh, shower, prayed. Um... And then I went to Uncle Tommy's, and I did well. I'm going to poke those jokes. Then I came back home, and I made the taquitos that I didn't make the night before. Um, and then I made a regular pizza while I was watching Kill Tony. And it was overall a really good night. I loved it. Um, by the way, if you're going to make taquitos, you need to make a dipping sauce with it. So either get guacamole with it, or do you could do... If you have it, salsa with some sour cream. Maybe you have all three. Maybe you have salsa, you have sour cream, you have guacamole. Maybe put a little uh, of the, the green chili uh, um, sauce. I forgot what it's called. Cholula. You know, like Cholula original. Put a little Cholula original. Put a little Cholula green, um, green chili pepper or whatever it's fucking called. That one's good. The green one. Green one's real good, man. Just flavorful. It's not spicy, but it's, it's got a great friggin' flavor. I'm going to make some taquitos tonight, maybe even, dude. And then you dip it in that. Now, if you don't have all of that, you can at least go with sour cream, which you bought, because it goes well with chili. Uh, and you don't want to just waste it. So that's one thing you can do. Um, 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 Tuesday, slept in a bit, woke up uh, to an amaze. My brother called me. So it was the best way to wake up. It was a phone call from my brother. Because I was going to sleep in way too long. My brother calls me. Perfect timing. Because I had to get up and get ready and do whatever I could. Uh, including. Um, what did I do? I wrote it down. Uh, perfect timing. Because I got up. I got ready for the day. I picked up my clothes. I did yoga. I showered. I prayed. I went to the dentist. And then after that. I went to go see the family. Um, who thought that I'd be coming way later than I was. So, so they went to Bath Body and Beyond or whatever the fuck they want, wherever which one they went to, Bath and Body Works or Bed Bath and Beyond. I don't know which one. And then I teased them too many times that I couldn't remember which one was the actual place because in my head they're the same thing. I know one of them is more like uh, like has bed, bedding stuff, bath stuff, and then Beyond, so it has more shit, like cheap shit. And then the other one just like bath. They don't have bed. 
They don't have Beyond. Just bath and, and fucking candles. They're actually Bath and Beyond too then. They're Bath and Body Works and Beyond. Because, see, you have to add the Body Works part because they work your body, man. They got fucking lotions and spritzes and sprays and uh, Japanese. They have a Japanese cherry blossom lotion. I believe they discontinued it. I loved it because this is going to be a nice core memory. Uh, Pedro would remember this. He was in my homeroom senior year, too. Danielle Contrada, shout out to her. I went to prom with her. Um, she sat in my class and she used to use the Japanese cherry blossom lotion. And then I would always put my hand down and she would give me a little bit. And then Pedro would too. And then, uh, me being a gentleman and not just, uh, annoying and asking for it every day, I bought her one. Um, but then I, I went in there a couple years later, many years later, actually. They don't, I don't think they make it anymore. I asked them. I was either at the mall with a lady or I was at the mall with my sisters and they wanted to go there. There was a female involved. I ain't just going to walk into that store. Bro, that store assaults you nasally with the best way, though. Like, like if you have, like, autism and you... I have autism. So, if you have autism like me, prob I probably have autism. Let's be real. I think we all have a touch of the tism. Is how much... How many times have you been poked with autism? You know, sometimes people get poked so many times, you can tell for sure. And some people just have a couple pokes, you know. I have more pokes than some other people, but, you know, I have less pokes than others. And uh, sometimes, like, I don't like, I don't mind loud noises. I don't mind when things get too busy. But if I can't change my focus to something else, it just gets to be um, a sensory overload. That's what I'd call it because I'm trying to focus on too many sense, sense, senses at one time, having a sensory overload. Now, I don't really get that a lot. And uh, uh, I forgot what I was. Damn it, Eddie the Bull, you made me forget. Oh, yeah, I remember now. Thank you for reminding me. We were at Bath and Body. Yeah, the smells. You get a. If, you're, if you see too many fireworks at once in a laser light show, that's an auditory overload. You hear too many people having too many conversations around you at once. Oh, my God. Do I fucking hate that? When I hear, like, three different people around me having a conversation, I have to try to focus on one. But then I also want to overhear things of the other one. So now I'm half focusing on two conversations. And it gets to be too much. Because third conversation said a word that I want to hear. I don't know, they said boobies or something. So I'm paying attention now to a third conversation. And so that's an auditory overload. Um, if you're on fire, that would probably be the one that's for feeling. Um, so we did sights. We did sound. Did we do sound? Yeah, we did with the talking. We did sight with the fireworks, laser show. Uh, feeling. There's only... What's the other senses, dude? I thought there were five senses. We got sight. We got touch. We got hearing. We got we got seeing, hearing, taste. What's a taste overload? Dude, when you don't have sugar in a long time, and then you fucking drink a soda, that is like an overload of your, of your uh, taste senses. Or if you have a warhead. But only in the beginning. 
That one's a really overload of sour only, though. The black cherry ones? Oh, my God. They were the fucking ones that would burn your tongue. The watermelon was my favorite one that tasted like... Because the candy afterwards was the best part. When it just tasted like candy once you got through that. Oh, my God. Where the fuck they... Whatever toxic-ass chemicals... How do we not all have fucking cancer tongues from warheads? That couldn't have been good for you. But, yeah, man. Bath and Body Works makes your fucking... Sm that and a fucking... Imagine working out in an all-Indian gym in India. So there's no air conditioning. Everybody's hot and sweaty. That one. That's the opposite. I'd rather go to uh, a Bath and Body and Beyond Works. I'll do that. So yeah, my, my sisters, they wanted to go there. They went, that was sorry for that long tangent. Uh, but they went there for about an hour and I was like, all right, well, you know what? They're going to go there for an hour. That's fine. I plan on hitting a mic tonight. What I'll do is I'll go. I told them, I was like, oh, I'll go to Burlington and check out if they have some jeans or something. Because I like, I, sometimes, you know, you find some nice jeans in Burlington and I haven't been to the one in Wayne in a long time. And Ever since the shop right opened up there, they move shit around. They don't have a selection like they used to. Unless I'm just not finding it. I did not find anything I liked, which is fine. Then I left from there and I was like, well, fuck that. I still got time to kill. So I drove to a Popeye's. The old Burger King that me and my brother pretty much grew up on right by Wayne Hills uh, Mall. It's gone now. And so is the Popeyes. They closed down. I think it's permanently closed. So I had to go to a different Popeyes, which is fine. The fucking chicken sandwich was so goddamn good. It was so good. It it was it was so good that I I said to myself after I was eating it, I was I was like, I'm probably gonna eat with the family. Um, so only eat half. Save the other half for either right before you go to the open mic or right after you get out of the open mic so you have a little something to eat before you get home and so i did that i ate half and then ate with the family hung out with the family it was nice um oh I, um so i ended up also going to get uh more invitations for eddie the bull because that was like on the way so I got some Eddie the Bull invitations. That's why he came over tonight. I'm on a hundred right now. And uh, and then uh, half after the mic. I said that already. I did the mic. I ate half and the had the other half after the mic. All right, waited for the family outside the house. After that, I just went over joke notes like a responsible comic, and then I hung out with the family. Then I did the Williams mic, and it did not go as well as I wanted, but I was glad that I still went anyway. Um, had a lot of good conversation with some of the newer comics, and uh, and when they have questions and they can ask you, and you have answers for some of that shit, it does make you feel good, so I'll always do that. Um, Wednesday was a great day, woke up, uh, we got to do work from home. Uh, because it was uh, the week of uh, what's it called? Uh, New Year's New Year's week, so they let us work from home. Um, 
and it was a nice easy day and they're going to your place open mic um i missed the food but but i still got to do my job and i'm glad went up there did my jokes made a couple people that were not comics laugh made the comics laugh everybody had fun um also had a great conversation with alex shout out to alex nichols um what's in my ig I gotta actually give him a shout out. I told my brother, I, I remember when I met Alex, it was like right around the time I first started. And he was super nice, always super nice to me. Um, and I liked him because not only was he funny, but he reminded me of some childhood friends my brother and I had. Um, which is, uh, um, are we not friends? Hold on a second. Oh, yeah. You followed him. I've been following him. All right, cool. His uh, Instagram is not Alex Nicholas. N O T A L E X N I C H O L A S. And uh, when I first met him, he reminded me a lot of of one of my uh, my other friends. We had Ahmed and Adam, and he looked like Ahmed, the older brother. He didn't sound like him or, any, or act like him or anything, but he just looked enough like him that I was like, "Yo, that's if Ahmed did comedy." And I randomly told him this, and he didn't think I was some weirdo, and he actually remembered me. We had a great conversation, like I said, uh, talking about it. Um, and then he told me I should hit pet shop on Thursdays, so I was going to... So anyway, I came back home, made food, went to sleep, I had work the next day. The next day, work from home, easy day, got to watch the Cat Williams interview, which, by the way, was so good. Um, that's with Shay Shay. Shannon Sharp. It's called like the Shay Shay podcast or something like that. Uh, I did yoga. Um, at first, I wasn't going to go out. For whatever reason, I was like, I'm not going to go to pet shop. Uh, instead, uh, I was like, I want to watch the Chappelle, the new Dave Chappelle special, Dreamer. Um, and by the way, it was to me speaking. Objectively, subjectively, whatever the fucking right one is, I think it's subjectively. Um, I thought it was so fucking good, and here's how I say that: I was watching it, and I laughed out loud, hard. Not just a <laughs> like a loud like my neighbors probably heard every time I laughed out loud, and it was a couple. It was, it was more than five times, at least more than five times. In fact, his closing bit, the last 20 minutes, was fucking, oh my god, was it masterful to watch. Because it was like one main story, one main point, but he had like a couple little side stories in between. But they were all part of it, and then they all... Uh, it's very, very well done. Very, very, very well done. Um... Anyway, after that words, I got after that I got pumped up and I decided I'm gonna go check out pet shop. I went there for a little bit. Uh, it was the first time I was there. Um, it's a nice vibe, but also Jersey City parking sucks. So I don't know how anybody lives there. How how do you fucking live there? It's like if you had to, every night is a gamble on parking. You know what's crazy is I don't know how how do. How do we make places with not enough places to park? Do they did so many people walk 
how long ago was it that everybody was just walking around or taking public transit that you don't think like i understand manhattan because manhattan is a, is a bigger you might even park and then just take public transit or you don't even do that they don't even do that because what are you gonna where are you gonna park they fucking charge you like 90 million dollars if you're gonna park there anyway um it was fine it was good um friday i worked from home uh and made homemade hummus which by the way i forgot how good homemade hummus is i forgot it's so easy to make it's tahini you can get that on amazon but you gotta be careful which one you get it from you don't want to get that yehudi tahini from israel you want that good shit from america i got mine from america um because then i could trust it's not i'm not gonna say things don't worry you, you you understand i think you get it if you don't get it hit me up mention the timestamp so i can fucking understand what you're talking about don't just say oh tell me what you meant about that about what you know the thing you said on the podcast what thing about uh the tahini uh, what did i i don't remember what i said about the fucking tahini bro but you need tahini you need chickpeas you need lemon juice you need fresh garlic by the way fresh garlic instead of i have the minced garlic already in a jar in the fridge don't i did that the first time second time with fresh garlic so much better uh olive oil paprika salt and pepper um fresh parsley helps a lot um and you kind of just blend it all together i'm not going to get into specifics how much you need to put of everything uh, because I put in like way more garlic than the recipes I found online and it just tastes so goddamn good. Yeah. Shit, I might even make some hummus tomorrow. In fact, I think I will most likely make hummus tomorrow and maybe even bring some over to for my family because I finally ordered a food processor to stop making out of my blender. Which doesn't work. Not as well. Um, I was debating on doing the podcast and then I was like, but what am I going to do on Sunday? And then now that I'm now, if I knew that the weather is going to be so fucking bad yesterday, I would have fucking, uh, done my podcast. I should have done it yesterday. I really should have done it yesterday. Then I could have had the whole day to myself today. Anyway, um, Friday uh after work i stayed in because the open mic that i usually do is uh remember when i told you guys oh maybe i'm not gonna go i think he heard i think he heard john you didn't mention it when we talked you didn't oh yeah you did i asked you why and you said it's because you're starting a new job that could be a valid excuse or you can say that you don't want me to know that you listen to my podcast or you didn't like what I said, and so you shut it off and didn't hear everything. Either way, I don't mind. But he stopped doing that one, so I stayed in. I watched the Barbie movie, which was, I wrote, surprisingly good 30 minutes in as I write this. And then I also wrote that Ryan Gosling is basically like the one of the, one of the Paul brothers. I don't know if it's Logan or... Uh, uh, what's the other one? Jake? Jake or Logan. I don't know which one. He looks like the taller one. Uh, mixed with um, the Deadpool guy, uh, Ryan Reynolds. He's like a mix of those guys together. Anyway, it was actually a very good movie. Um, 
I really liked it because it was very unique. It was a different idea. It's not everybody just fucking copies everyone else these days. And this was uh, was not a copy of a movie that was done before. Unless is that like Toy Story, the reboot, the live action like version of Toy Story? Maybe. Not really. They still had their own unique take on it. I liked what they did with the movie. Um, I watched it because I heard another podcaster I respect, a.k.a. Shane Gillis. And he said, uh, I watched uh, I watched the uh, Barbie movie. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty good. <laughs> and he started chuckling. I was like, not going to lie. Pretty good. I was like, all right. Shane says it's good. All these people watched it. They said it was good that I didn't really care about their opinion and then there's only like a handful of people that said it was bad. Everybody else just also said they didn't see it. So the people who did see it said it was good. A handful of people said it was bad who did see it. But those aren't people I really re- like. Not that I don't respect their opinion. It's just like their opinion doesn't really hold any weight. So it was like just randoms on fucking line. Nah, who the fuck are you? I don't know what you fucking you and I we have the same taste. Um. So yeah, Saturday, I had a nice day at work, but it was snowing all day, and it was snowing that slippery shit, and at first, I didn't want to leave because I didn't want, I don't want to get stuck anywhere. I also know that they don't fucking start plowing right the fuck away anywhere, except for the main streets and the highways. Um... And so I was like, all right, look, I'm going to have a hard-ass time getting to my aunts, especially going up that hill if they didn't fucking plow it. And then I was going to have another hard-ass time going up either French Hill or the other street or one of the other streets if they didn't plow that one. So, like, it was not going to be easy to get there. I was supposed to go there for my little sister's birthday party. I was also invited to Gina's party. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I can't go there either. I was going to go see my sister for like an hour, hour and a half, and then go to Gina's party after that. Um, I ended up even, like, right after work, I cleaned off my car, got in it, tried to... I was going to surprise my sister if I was going to be able to make it. I tried to get out of my apartment complex and I was slipping so much that I said nah not worth it no thank you plus everything was 25 to to 30 minutes further like longer to get to because of how people fucking didn't know how to drive and all this so if I was going to go 10 minutes, it was going to be 35 to 40 minutes away. So my 20-minute drive to my aunt's house was going to be uh, 45 to, to an hour. And I was like, no fucking way. An hour to drive there and then an hour back? No. So I felt bad. I stayed in. I made some food. Um... I watched Soul Plane, which, by the way, I liked it, but it was, oh my God, was it, it was, if you ever remember hearing what Dave Chappelle said is the reason that he kind of quit the Chappelle show and just left to Africa, 
was that he felt that the the people who were producing the shows were just like keep doing the same stereotypical thing let's keep making fun of the same stereotypical trope which by the way thinking about that now in 2023 how opposite it is but back then they were like oh yeah yeah make fun of everything that black people do like like in the beginning of the movie the first couple minutes um it's Kevin Hart he's he's on a an airplane um they make him check the bat, his dog, which I guess is not relevant. I have to say that. Whatever. Okay, so he sits down next to a lady. He's got his headphones on. He's just singing really loud and obnoxious. Like, a, that's a stereotypical thing, right? Like, black people in the movie theater, right? Then uh, the lady next to her gets her dinner first. She's, the, the stewardess asks, oh, would you like the chicken? She was like, to her, do you want like the chicken or the beef stroganoff? And she goes, I'll take the chicken. And he goes, mmm, that smells good. Oh, wow, that smells good. And then he goes, uh, I'll have the chicken. And she goes, would you have the chicken or the beef to him? And he goes, I'll have the chicken. He goes, oh, we're all out of chicken. And then he eats the beef. And he's even picking his teeth. like Doing all the stereotypical shit. Then he even gets bubble gut. And I don't have to go any more into that. But I watched the whole movie. It was all right. It was a nice throwback. It was a nice uh, remind me of my past. Um, then I watched half of Gary Goldman's special, uh, Born on Third Base, and uh, I was getting so bored. I thought I liked him as a comedian at one point. I really did think I liked him as a comedian. And his special was just so boring. So boring. Anyway, oh, I keep hitting this fucking thing. Uh, brings us to today. Today, woke up. I got to sleep in a bit. Woke up, cleaned the apartment. Uh, made sure I watched all the rest of the, the World Star videos I didn't finish. Um, and the new ones. Didn't really organize it, but I did throw a couple funny ones in at the end so we can always end on a banger. Um, I went to the gym. Oh, yeah, I cleaned, did a pre workout. Uh, went to the gym. Great workout again, despite... I got my whole workout done, despite how annoying it fucking was at the gym. With all these fucking New Year's people there. But it was fine. It was good. Um, Came back home. Protein shake. Shower, prayed. And now I'm here with you guys. We're all called up. Alright, um... <clears throat> Let's get this Pokemon jokes ready. How's your week going, by the way? Hopefully everything is good, guys. I know I, I might have asked you in the beginning, but I might have forgotten. Because Eddie the Bull makes me forget things, you know? You know how it is. Um, oh, why am I in the wrong area? All right. Guys. Here's Monday's set. I hope you enjoy. Let's play it. Transition for every one of them. All right, goddammit. Yusef Goff. You're going to be coming up after I say this guy's on deck. His name is Steve Badinelli. Now, now you can start clapping. Give him a warm welcome. His name is Yusef Goff. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's. Salam alaikum, everybody. It's Yusef. What's going on, white people? White people, he's kind of Hispanic, white people, 
white people ordering curry fries. I smelled that shit. Uh, I know I look like a, like a curry motherfucker, but I'm not. I, it's crazy. I moved to Parsippany, New Jersey, which I didn't realize is New New Delhi. There's a lot of Indian people everywhere. It's like I open up my window in the morning and I can smell what Akash is cooking. And it's that. That's what he's cooking every morning. Curry in the morning, curry in the evening, curry at supper time. I will clog the toilets and I'll blame you, Yusuf, you're fine. I just started that or not. Happy Chinese New Year. Any Chinese? No Chinese. All right. No Chinese people. All right. It's cool. Uh, I was born in the year of the horse, which explains my cock. <laughs> no, no. It's more about that I like white women to ride me, I think. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Speaking of which, uh, if you ever have a woman that you ever want to break up with, the best place to do that Dubai. Because I don't know if you know this, women cannot yell at you in public in Dubai. So <laughs> all you gotta do is break up with them and tell them that they're wrong and watch the police do the rest of the <laughs> She did not like that joke at all. <laughs> and she didn't like how loud you laughed. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. It's only gonna get worse. Uh... like ugly women are like Domino's pizza you know what I'm saying like you don't want to choose them but if it's the last option at the end of the night you'll bring it home with you and then you wake up the next day and you got two options do I go for seconds do I throw this shit out <laughs> I always go for seconds <laughs> I'm kind of like the Domino's pizza sometimes you know what I mean but they chose me. That's Elio's pizza. <laughs> I'm the Elio's, all right? They chose to... God, my childhood. So, uh, that was stupid. Soap is a little too horny for me, if you think about it. You, ever, you know they sell things that clean up all of soap's cum that's all, all in your bathroom? Yeah. Every time you take a shower, soap's just bukkaking everywhere. Just soaps come here and soaps come there. You gotta wash all the soaps come off before you shower, before you towel down, or otherwise you get soaps come on your towel. Do you guys not know about so <laughs> soaps come? <laughs> you guys really have dirty ass bathrooms. <laughs> Yo, you gotta clean all that come off. I'm a Muslim. I don't know if you could tell. You probably couldn't tell. But I wish they would stop kicking all the gay people out of the Middle East. They keep coming to my mosque. And I can tell, all right? They introduce themselves as Mohammed. I'm like, yo, whoa, wrong mosque, brother. Wrong mosque. Wrong mosque. You got to go to another one. Hoboken is good. They accept your kind over there. I mean Iraqis. I mean Iraqis. I'm winking. I'm winking. 
I was gay. <laughs> Just like them. Uh, hmm, light me on that. All right, cool. <laughs> no, it's gay. It's gay. I use a bidet. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird when you tell people you use a bidet. Because they have a saying. It's, uh, once you bidet, black people call you gay. <laughs> You know what I mean? They're like, what, you want that water dick up your ass, you gay motherfucker? <laughs> 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 he gets it. Uh, all, right. all right. I'll get political now. Uh, now that I got a little time left. Uh, there are some war songs going on in the Middle East. I don't know if you, if you heard. Like, Israel and Palestine, they got some war songs. Uh, Palestine's war songs is, From the windows to the wall. All these things will fall from Israeli missile. <laughs> and then Israel has theirs, uh, which is genocide. My name is Yusef. Thank you very much. That was, uh, I like that set. You know what I like? Especially liked about that set is when I go over with you guys how I do a joke and it doesn't go well, I don't like to do that, but I also love to do that with you guys because it makes me want to do it right. I also think the fact that I went over these jokes right before, like the day before, because I did that last Sunday. I went over some of these jokes with you guys that I told, I think. Uh, and then I just, you know, added some new ones and, you know, some old ones you heard before. Excuse me. A little burpee. Um, but it was a fun set. And I liked when I did the jokes the way I want to. Sometimes I even change the order. If you If you heard, maybe you didn't hear me change the order, but I did change eventually the order of the uh, the last joke I did about the war songs. Uh, I do Israel, and then I do the Palestine one, and then I let it let the laughs die a little bit more before I step on my jokes, and that way works pretty good too. Um, what it is is like. It's <coughs> it's better than I think it was last week with you guys. I was like, I think I came up with that that line, and I I think I even listened back, or I remembered the line, and I was like, yeah, I got to use that in the recording. <coughs> One, two, three, four, five. Oh, that's nice. All right. Um, sorry, I'm be coughing a lot. You know what I mean? It's the vape ski. All right, let's go back. Let's play this. Let's play this clip. Let's go over it together. I'll tell you if there's anything I need to go over. I'll tell you right now. It just so happened that as I get on stage, when I mentioned the, the um, you know, white people ordering Indian fries or Indian food, these people ordered a plate of curry fries. It was French fries with curry on top. And... You know how your boy feels about that. So, let's play. Assalamu alaikum, everybody. It's Lucid. What's going on? White people. White people. He's kind of Hispanic. White people. 
I'm just going around the White room. people ordering curry fries. I smelled that shit. Uh, I know I look like a, like a curry motherfucker, but I'm not. I'm, it's crazy. I moved to Parsippany, New Jersey, which I didn't realize is new, new Delhi. There's a lot of Indian people everywhere. It's like I... All right. So... Um, me saying white people was like me waving like hello white people there white people there uh, kind of Hispanic guy over there um, more white people ordering curry fries because that's what they did um, then I just mentioned how I look like them and then uh, um, the new New Delhi which is a throwaway line it did better than I expected it's a throwaway line um, here's the actual joke coming up next the one that I like that didn't do as bad but then I added on the the curry in the morning curry in the evening I just leave it at curry at supper time. When you are Indian, you only have curry on your mind. And raping people on the bus. See, I could throw that in there. All right, let's hear it. I open up my window in the morning and I can smell a little what Akash is cooking. And it's that. <laughs> That's what he's cooking every morning. <laughs> curry in the morning, curry in the evening, curry at supper time. <laughs> I will clog the toilets, <laughs> and I'll blame you, Yusuf, you're fine. <laughs> I, I just thought of that enough. Happy Chinese New Yeah, again, so I just thought of it. Curry in the morning, curry in the evening, curry at supper time. When you are in the end, you only have curry on your mind. And then I can add that. And rape on a train. New Year. Woo. Any Chinese Happy Chinese right, New Year. No Chinese people are, it's cool. Uh, I was born in the year of the horse, which explains my cock. <laughs> no, no, it's more about that I like white women to ride me, I think. <laughs> uh, all right. That joke is, um, I was talking to Luke about this the other day, like uh, how the most fun thing about writing a joke is you have no idea how good or bad it is until you try it on stage. Um, and then I was like, you know what I mean, right? Cause he did, he got it, but I like to give examples anyway, cause I'm an analogy. I love the science, the study of anal. I'm an analogist. That's a scientist of anal. Um, or maybe analogy. I don't, I'm not a, a grammar scientist, a grammarist, grammarist, grammar Nazi. Um, <clears throat> what the fuck, man? Analogies. I was telling him the analogy of. Not even analogy. It was just. I was telling him how it's like. Have you ever told a joke that you're like, oh, I fucking love this. This is going to be a hilarious idea. I can't wait to tell it on stage. And they just, for whatever reason, don't get it the way you get it. And it doesn't hit maybe at all. Sometimes not as hard as you wanted. Um, but usually, sometimes, a lot of times, it just won't even hit at all. And you'll literally say like the the generic line of that worked better in my head or something along that. You know what I mean? Um, but then there's other ones where you're like, I wrote this down because I obviously think there's something there, but also it's like, but maybe it's not going to be that funny. 
and then you say it, and then they laugh hard, and you're like, really? Do I not know what the fuck I'm doing? And the, and the thing that sucks about those... Oops, sorry. The thing that sucks about those kind of jokes is if you don't really... Uh, if you if you start because it's like such a throwaway i call it a more throwaway joke like in the sense of like i wasn't even i didn't really care about that and then now and then you're like but it works so and now i gotta use it but if you don't care still even if it works you're not gonna add more to it you're not gonna make it better you know cat williams they fucking shay asked him actually really great i'm gonna paraphrase this um, but Shay asked him a question. He goes, how long until the joke is ready? And he goes, how long until a woman is ready? Uh, how, no, how, he says, how long until you get tired of fucking a woman? It depends. Some of them you get tired of fucking right away. Some of them you gonna fuck them for years and years. You still trying to fuck them. And that's how long you're gonna keep a joke and keep working at it. Player, player. Listen to a lot of cat. Cat's not that bad. But I gotta say what he say, cause he has a way of talking. It's Cat Williams. This is more calm cat. Cause when cat get mad, I can't do cat getting mad. Cause the motherfucker talking with a way that I cannot replace. Okay, Pam Pampin? Pam 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 Pam. See there's a way sometimes he talking like this. When he has a point, Sharon. And I know you ain't going to tell me that Joe Rogan, I can't do this on Joe Rogan. I can't say this. Joe Rogan got six motherfucking unfunny motherfuckers he been trying to put on and he won't put me on. That's why I come to Shannon. I actually heard somebody break that down. I know we're in the middle of Pokemon jokes, but I'm getting sidetracked. Eddie the Bull, thank him. Um, but somebody broke that down. And what it meant is, is that. Cat Williams would, ha while he does do all types of rooms, he's more, we'll say he has more of a black audience. It's very diverse, but it's more black. Where Joe Rogan's audience is, while also diverse, more white. So he went on Shannon Sharp's podcast because that's going to have a more black audience. And I get it. You know? Anyway, let's continue. Speaking of which, uh, if you ever have a woman that you ever want to bring... Okay, I did not do this joke correctly. We'll go over why after. I'm going to go back if I can just a second or two, which I don't think is going to let me. It's not. Well, whatever. Get white women to ride me, I think. Do by laws. which... If you ever have a woman that you ever want to break up with, the best place to do that, Dubai. Because I don't know if you know this, women cannot yell at you in public in Dubai. So <laughs> all you got to do is break up with them and tell them that they're wrong and watch the police do the rest of the work. <laughs> she did not like that joke at all. <laughs> okay, real quick, I will tell you how I didn't do it right. Then I noticed there was a table had uh, a man and a woman that were on a date, and then I guess two male friends that were also there. Maybe they weren't on a date. Maybe they're dating. But when I said that, you, she did not like that joke, and then I also noticed that he was laughing kind of hard, and then I was almost like giving him a pro tip, like, she did not like that you were laughing that hard, bro. I, 
I haven't had that kind of a situation <coughs> in a while. Usually what I try to do is help them both out and say something like, yo, you better just just eat her pussy when you get home, bro. Don't even just tell her, hey, babe, I got your back and just eat her pussy. And um, obviously you can't do that in all kinds of rooms. It's more like a young person thing. It works for young people. You can even say eat her ass. If you haven't done that yet, tonight's the night. Eat her ass, bro. If she wants it. If she consent. Remember consent. Uh, see tangenting in that. But I had to mention that that she did not like those jokes, and he shouldn't have been laughing that hard if he's trying to get laid later. Um, but the Dubai joke is supposed to. But what I call uh, Dubai laws is. Uh, I guess I because I kind of let it in with a kind of a dating ish style thing. It didn't really have to do with it, but anyway, um, the way that it goes to a standalone is you got to know the laws where you're at. Like, well, now I'm going to add on. Sometimes you, they could be to your advantage. Like, you got to say something. All right, you got to know the laws where you're at. Sometimes those laws can fuck you over. Can't smuggle weed in certain places. Sometimes those laws can help you. For example, did you know the best place to break up with a woman? Saudi Arabia and Dubai. Yeah. All you gotta do is tell her she's wrong in public because women aren't allowed to raise their voice in public. See, I still kind of, uh, I'd have to edit that still. I still need to edit it because they can't raise their voice in public. The police just finish the job just take him away see i'm not on point right now damn it shut the fuck up yusuf enjoy it i love it i love it i didn't do it right but whatever that's kind of like you know look this is an evolutionary process all right if i was really good at it right away i probably would have given up or i wouldn't have been ready for the opportunities that i get i'm happy with all the opportunities i get when i get them i'm still trying to do more friggin urban rooms and i'm still scared as shit of going there at night so anyway next one and she didn't like how loud you laughed. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. It's only going to get worse. Uh. Throwaway line. It's only going to get worse. That is always, I like doing that because it allow. they're like worse. And then if it's long, whether it's worse, I warn them. And if it's not worse, okay. Well, thank you for not making it worse. Because I couldn't sit here for a worse. It's like, oh, that's what, and then it's funny too. Sometimes I wonder what it is that I thought was worse. So it's, it's a soaps come. I, I feel like ugly women are like oh, Domino's yeah. pizza. You know? It was going to get worse, but she's not ugly. She was not ugly. I really hope now, looking back, thinking she didn't think, are you talking about me now? You think I'm ugly? Why would I get offended? No, anyway. You know what I'm saying? I changed it from fat women, by the way, to ugly women. You know, let's go back a little bit. I changed it from from fat women to ugly women uh, because I think when you first of all I used to say this every time I tell that joke and there's a fat woman in the room not only do they get uncomfortable anybody who notices they're in the room also gets uncomfortable and then it's mean and even though it's not really a mean joke then people might feel bad about laughing at it because they see the person's not enjoying the, the the larger person female is not enjoying the joke and so if they laugh 
that person might notice that they all they're going to feel worse the more people that laugh at that. So you almost don't want to laugh to not hurt their feelings. Right now, if you say ugly people, I'll tell you what ugly people come in all shapes and sizes and races and and uh, and weights and everything. There could be ugly. Every single race has ugly people, just like they all have attractive people. How much in the middle? That also depends. Some people might, you know, you hear countries like, like what's a country? I, I hear a lot of people say Moroccan women, and I believe it because, you know, I've seen some Moroccan women, very beautiful, right? Or Colombian women, right? You hear Colombian women, very beautiful. So maybe their attractiveness level it's maybe, let's say, 10% of the women there are attractive. So one out of 10 of them are hot. Then one out of 10 of them maybe also might be ugly, like real ugly. And then the rest of them are just somewhere in that spectrum in between. Some countries might have more. Now, Colombia might have 20%, actually. You know what I mean? They got the booties. And it might be 20% ugly. You just, that's something you see. Oh, perfect example. New York City. Everybody says the women in New York City are so fucking hot. And it's all about perspective. Because when I worked there for several months, I would walk around the city to and from my job as well as on my lunch break. Um, just to kind of take it all in, see the Nate, get, get as much in, of a fresh air too while I could. We'll get out of the fucking office. Uh, and I did notice that they did have some of the most beautiful women. I would say you'd walk by and out of the 10 women that you walked by, two or three of them were absolutely beautiful. What you didn't realize is any, and you absolutely, like if they asked you to stop and have a convert, you would do it instantly. That's how beautiful they are. Well, then there's also probably about another 30% that are in the middle. Some of them are like more on the ugly side. Some of them are, are just under that prettiness level, but more attainable. And you would also maybe be attracted and be like, ah, I can, I can see us having a baby together one day. But then there's that 40% on the bottom. You don't even, you ignore them because a lot of the time they're homeless. Or you think that they're the opposite gender, or you just don't know what the hell they are. So New York has a lot of uglies. And if you focus on the uglies, once you see the uglies, you can't unsee them. I remember that one day. I, uh, I broke my own goddamn heart that day. I said, you seeing how many goddamn uglies there are out there, man? even know why i worried eddie the bull why was i even talking about oh about attractiveness level oh yeah so uglies come in everything that was my point is how many uglies do you have but if you say ugly they have to, and, and you know what else if they get upset i can easily just be like i don't find you ugly even if i do unless they're objectively ugly then they're kind of used to it by that i think but then if you get upset, I'd be like, oh, you, what do you think? I'm ugly. I'm like, you, I didn't like that ugly joke. I'm like, why? You're not ugly. And then I'm like, I'm not pretty. I'm like, yeah, you're not pretty, but you're not ugly. 
<sighs> that was such a backhanded compliment. Yeah, would you like to go to the bathroom and jiblow me? <laughs> that was so crass. I wouldn't do that. These are just fake scenarios in my head that I imagine sometimes. It's called uh, autism. It's only going to get worse. Uh. <laughs> I feel like ugly women are like Domino's pizza. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to choose them, but if it's the last option at the end of the night, you'll bring it home with you. And then you wake up the next day and you got two options. Do I go for seconds? Do I throw this shit out? <laughs> I always go for seconds. <laughs> I'm kind of like the Domino's pizza sometimes, you know what I mean? But they chose me. That's Elio's pizza. <laughs> I'm the Elio's, all right? They chose to... God, my childhood. So, uh, that was stupid. It was stupid. Just ended on, I'm the Elio's. Except I'm not Domino's, I'm Elio's. If I'm going to be bad pizza, I'm choosing that one. By the way, um, in the last... In the last 365 days, I'm pretty sure there was a day where I bought a box of Elio's pizza. And I made it. And I and then also I learned in the last 365 days, I probably relearned that when they say that there's nine pizzas in there, they count the they count the three they count they have three big ass pieces of three. And if you break them or cut them before you cook them, but just keep them next to each other. Then you don't have to worry about cutting them after. I learned that as an adult. Bam, Elio's pizza tips. And you could put turkey pepperoni on top if you want to have pepperoni pizza. And you could put as many as you want on. You know, nobody's going to tell you you can't. As long as they're turkey, Allah's not mad. But if you use regular pork, I hope that you're Christian. Or one of the other religions that, that allow it. That's all I'm saying. For your own God's sake. Don't, I'm not even condoning the Jewish people doing it anymore. No, 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 no. You can't do it, man. Don't be like... When I see... Oh, I saw this one Jewish guy. He, I think he's Jewish by name. Because uh, he posted a picture. He's like, oh, look at this. It's a chorizo omelet with bacon. Because he's eating clean, he says. But it was a lot. It was a chorizo. And I think chorizo is like some kind of pork. Omelet with bacon. That's not halal, my guy. That's not kosher. What are you doing there? At least respect your beliefs. Anyway. <clears throat> I um just ended on Elio's Pizza. That's my... Uh, that's my that's my poke of that joke. Soap is a little too horny for me if you think about it. You ever, you know they sell things that clean up all of soap's cum that's all, of, all in your bathroom? Yeah, every time you take a shower, soap's just bukkaking everywhere. Just soap's cum here and soap's cum there. You gotta wash all the soaps come off before you shower, before you towel down, or otherwise you get soaps come on your towel. <laughs> Do you guys not know about so <laughs> soaps come? <laughs> you guys really have dirty ass bathrooms. <laughs> Yo, you gotta clean all that come off. Uh.
All right. I think that joke, first of all, an old joke that I wrote from the time I got my notebook and I was pretty much at the beginning of the year. I'm like, all right, let's go over some of the old jokes from the past. See if anything's uh, should be reshot, reworkshopped, maybe reintroduced into the set. Expand your material. See what links up with what other jokes kind of thing. Um, and then I have some silly jokes. And I think that Soap's Come was in the set of silly jokes. Like, I would have just, like, like what is the other silly joke? Like, the sandwich people want is a silly joke. That's just one I can think off of the top of my head. I have another silly joke that I used to like to do a couple weeks ago, and I don't remember it right now. Anyway. Um, what I like to do is go over my notes. Or what I did like to do th- this year and I did it on Monday, is go over my notes from the year, and I pulled a joke or two from the past before I went up, and I was like, I kind of remember that joke, but I hadn't really remembered that joke, and that joke also was kind of a throwaway joke that worked, and so I kept doing it, and I didn't realize the way it worked this time was me hammering down on soap scum. It's soap scum. Soap scum. Like the scum of soap, but if you move, because it's all one word, it's pretty much soap scum. It literally, it's soap. If you put an apostrophe after the, the soap, like soaps, like soap possesses this, it's soaps semen. It's, it's soaps cum. And it is weird that we call it soap scum, but if you say it differently, it's soaps cum. And if you keep saying it over and over again, people will eventually laugh at you. Maybe just to get you to get the fuck off of that topic because, like, come on, move on. You just keep saying soaps come. But it is everywhere, man. Don't don't let soaps come. Wash that shit off, man. Anyway, next song, joke. I'm a Muslim. I don't know if you could tell. You probably couldn't tell. But I wish they would stop kicking all the gay people out of the Middle East. They keep coming to my mosque. <laughs> And I can tell, all right? They introduce themselves as Mo Hamid. I'm like, yo, whoa, wrong mosque, brother. Wrong mosque. All right. So before I even finish that, I, I might have to go back so you could hear it. When I start the joke, I do get angry. I say it in an angry way. And then after uh, I say that they come... They keep coming to my mosque. That was the second ang. I say, they need to stop kicking the gays out of the middle. Like, I'm angry that they're doing that. And then I say, why the man? Because they keep coming to my mosque. And then eventually I start cracking. And I'm like, haha. I could tell. You know, now, and once you put a smile on it, it doesn't become an angry, ooh, is this guy like a homophobe? Even though I am stereotypically being homophobic in this. So, let's go back and see if you can hear that. And I can tell, all right? All right, right there is where I, I broke. They would stop kicking. All right. You guys really have dirty-ass bathrooms. <laughs> Yo, you got to clean all that cum off. All right. I'm a Muslim. I don't know if you could tell. You probably couldn't tell. And I wish they would stop kicking all the gay people out of the Middle East. Angry. They keep coming to my mosque. Angry. And I can tell, all right? See, they introduce smile. themselves as Mo Hamid. 
I'm like, yo, whoa, wrong mosque, brother. Wrong mosque. Wrong mosque. Even that with a smile. Hoboken is good. They accept your kind over there. I mean Iraqis. I mean Iraqis. I'm winking. I'm winking. That was gay. Just like them. Uh, hmm, light me on that. All right, cool. I actually end up doing apparently 20 seconds more than the light than the minute. So I would have heard that. From Kill Tony. Um, yeah, I if you can hear, I broke the laughter at the end. And that helps. Saying Hoboken helps. But you have to find whatever... I don't know how that works geographically outside of New Jersey. Is that a more geographical joke? Can I do that? I don't know. Um, I guess even if you did in Austin, you'd be like, well, wish it's coming to my mosque. They gotta go to the one over here on 6th Street. They'd love it. And then they'd be like, oh yeah, we love gay people in Blue Texas, down Austin. I don't know. But if you say that in like the wrong part of Texas, they'll just be like, yeah, kick him out of our mosque too. Why are you, in fact, kick your mosque out of here? Why power? Or pear. You saying white power? I'm like, no, I like do would you like some white pear? It's a pear, but it's white. White pear. That might be a new joke. That might be a new joke. Type it in, see what happens. I'm just gonna type in white pear. White pear. Wait, how do you spell pear? It's P-E-A-R. Oh, wow, I just wrote a punchline for the first time ever. You know, like, so how do I know? Like, you, you ever hear a punchline is usually what you'll hear when you when in a movie or whatever, where it's like, and then I said, that's not a, that's not a alligator. That's my wife. And then everybody laughs because the whole setup helped them. Uh, and then I was like, white pear. I thought you were saying white power. And everybody's like, ho, 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 ho. But it needs a setup. Uh, white power. Anyway, let's finish this up. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. I use a bidet. Yeah. yeah. It's weird when you tell people you use a bidet. Because they have a saying. It's, uh, once you bidet... Black people call you gay. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, what, you want that water dick up your ass, you gay motherfucker? <laughs> he gets it. Uh, all right. I'll get political now. Uh, I think I got a little time left. Uh, there are some war songs going on in the Middle East. I don't know if you if you heard. Like, it- oh, by the way, um, that's how we were supposed to do the, the bidet joke. So it's yeah, it's like they have a saying it goes once you bidet, black people call you gay. You put that water dick up your ass, you gay motherfucker. And then even a minority guy laughed. <laughs> <laughs> That's him laughing. He gets it. Uh, right. I'll get political now. Uh, I think I got a little time left. Uh, there are some war songs going on in the Middle East. I don't know if you if you heard like Israel and Palestine. They got some war songs. Uh, Palestine's war songs is from the windows to the wall. 
all these things will fall from Israeli missile. <laughs> and then Israel has theirs, uh, which is genocide until they die. My name is Yusef. Thank you very much. Okay, so I only ran it by 10 seconds, actually. Kill Tony might have let it slide to hear it. I didn't. But I feel like that joke needs more time to breathe. More breathing time. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much Pokemon jokes from this week. I hope you enjoyed it. All right, let's. Uh, I'm going to pause and I will see you shortly in Studio B. That's my Sean Corey. How do you like that? I can do impressions as well. I don't remember where the pause button is. Oh, here it is. I'm going to press it again then. Before I do, though, um, guys, uh, real quick, if you guys are listening to this on Spotify, give me five stars or give me what you actually think. I don't know if they let you type in a rating. Go ahead and do that if you can. Um, share it with your friends if you can. And also, if you... If you think they'd like this, um, and also, uh, uh, if you're on Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts or any of those other ones, give me uh, give me a good rating. Tell me something nice, you know. Appreciate you. And um, I bet you Spotify likes that I do this. I just want me to do it more often a week. I would do it if I had a guest. If I did a solo one and a guest one, I would do that for sure. Anyway, guys. Um, now that I gave it sufficient time and I found the pause button. And we're back. All right. Let's get this done. So I can eat. We got so many things to talk about. All right. First video, you can watch it yourself. It's called, uh, <clears throat> actually, let me adjust this microphone. It's a little bit better. Let's tighten it. Let's loosen it. It's not moving. Well, you know what I'm doing? I sound like I'm underwater, right? With the aqua noises. Sorry, we are underwater right now. You hear that? We're visiting the Titanic ship. You hear? There's a whale there. I hope that's not... He almost died. Anyway, next video is called Steak Dealer. Allegedly caught stealing player's card and rigging the game. And I watched the video and I don't really understand too much. But it did look like after like two, three times. I just watched it in, in, in between. This is a new, new video. I figured, hey, it's worth it for you guys who are gambling online to know that they're most likely going to rig it the same way they would at a casino. And I only tell you this so you know... Gambling, look, if you whether you want to believe in Islam or not, that's your choice. I do. And here's the deal, right? In Islam, gambling is haram. Probably because Allah knows everything, right? Go ahead. Go into hypothetical in if you don't want to believe this yourself realistically. And since he knows everything, he knows everything that's going to happen, everything that has happened, and every, everything that has happened, everything that is happening, and everything that is going to happen. And so he's like, in every scenario, gambling is always bad. People always end up rigging it, and it's never real. It's always a way to steal money from people who think they're going to be able to make money. And you let some people make enough money 
that they keep doing it, but you got to steal most of their money. So that way, once they win, every once in a blue moon, guess what they're going to do as soon as they win? Give it back to you. And then you, and that's how you do. You, you, you give them a nice big winning. They don't usually just walk away with that winning and, and leave. What do they do? Oh, I'm on a hot streak. I got to keep going. Then you steal a little bit more. It's a vampire. Because if you think about it, like how does a vampire work? Vampire, a smart vampire, would take just enough of your blood, would slowly drain you over time, but then give you like a nice little high out of it every once in a blue moon. Maybe you get that rush from being lightheaded, but he can't drain you all at once or you'll never come back. So what does he do? He's like, all right, now that you got that rush, what do you want to do? Give me more of your blood? All right, give me more of your blood. But let's do it slowly. I don't need you to pass out two times. I don't know. Maybe that was it. That see, I'm a study. I'm an anal scientist. I am not an analogy scientist. Have you guys heard about the? Um, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier. Oh, there was some uh, apparently eight to ten foot beings reported in Miami, right? All right. Allegedly, if you don't know, there was a big mall. I'm going to get to that story later on, but this story came in today. This is something I refreshed uh, after the gym and I found. Um, but regardless, I'm just going to tell you the other story so it makes more sense. Evidently, there was an 8 to 10 foot beings that were seen at a mall in... Miami, um, a bunch of police cars show up, a lot of police cars show up, and they, the police say it's over a fight, and apparently it may or may not be over a fight, a bunch of kids fighting and, and shooting off fireworks, and they said it was such a commotion that they called all the cops in the city there. Which you think they would do if it was like a terrorist incident or something. Or like this. Now that being said. Uh, one guy who talked about it. He. Which is we're going to play that video later on I believe shows up. If not I can find it. I can find a couple of them on YouTube before the end that we can play. Um, But he showed. He went on YouTube and he's like yeah I was over here. Long story short he's like yeah I was over here. And I saw some shit man. And it's wild. And then, without spoiling what he said that he saw, then he goes back and goes, yeah, no, I was just doing that for clout. Uh, I didn't I, I didn't even go there. I've never been there. I've never even done any of that. Yeah, I was just doing it for clicks. My bad. And when people do that, it's... It, he, now, I said it about the, the guy who saw the giant in Canada. And then apparently he goes dead and goes missing. But did he really even go dead and go missing? Was that all a big, long, elaborate... How many people can I trick into thinking the Blair Witch Project is real type scenario? Or how much of it is actually happening and people are shutting them up? Because uh, apparently there was a lot of black helicopters out that day. They shut airspace in the area that day. If it's something similar to like that giant story and they recovered something... And shutting down airspace would be so that they can get their black helicopters in there and out of there quickly. Shutting down airspace, except for obviously the military who can come in and land. 
in the airport, have the helicopters pick up whatever the fuck it is, take it to the airport, tip, load it up on a plane and take it to wherever. And now you guys can resume your air activity again. It's very strange. But here's a video. We'll play a little bit. It's two and a half minutes. You don't have to play it. I'm not going to play the whole thing because they don't really give any commentary on to anything. But the video is called Miami Man Allegedly Saw an Unidentified Object in the Sky Last Night. And this is from today, the 7th. So it says here, look, and then the whole sky lights up like, like almost like a rocket or a flare. This shit looks like it's just lighting up the sky, almost like a mini sun. This lady's wiping off her camera and looking at it. Now, you can't really see what it is, except that it's a very bright light. So and then it turns into a, a less dim light. It could be a rocket of some type. It could be uh, Project Blue Beam. But all you see now, in my, if, I, if I'm describing it to you, is just a ball in the sky. And apparently now we're hearing the noise it's making. It's very low. You can't really hear it. But it sounds like an airplane. Possibly even a, a new type of drone. Doesn't look like it, but now it's looking like it has a tail. Anyway, I'm gonna have to keep. I don't have to keep playing it. She says, "Did the kids come out to look?" Anyway, next video. Um, all right. Next video is called Mike Epps says he called Cat Williams Fendi fake because he wanted press. I did get a little jealous, and you know what? The reason I'm playing this is because I feel like there's, um. Somebody said that this was Cat Williams' way of getting... Actually, it was Michael Blackson. Said Cat Williams talking about all of these relevant comedians is his way of getting back into relevance. And maybe he's right, maybe he's not. I don't know. I know Michael Blackson. I've seen a couple of his things. He does African thing, yes. Is he funny? I do not know. I do not really know. Maybe he is. Or maybe he's doing the stereotypical, I'm just going to make fun of black people for black stereotypes thing. Which, I mean, I kind of do with the Muslim stereotypes if I'm not going to, if I'm going to be completely honest. So, I get it. But, but Mike Epps makes a quick, good point. 30 second video. Let's play it again. Mike Epps says he called Cat Williams Fendi fake because he wanted press. Quote, I did get a little jealous. Quote. I did get a little jealous, man. Cat broke the internet and didn't say my name, good or bad. I need the press too, nigga. Shit. Say something about me in there, man. Say something bad about me. I don't care. I got a special coming out. I need the press. It's fucked up, man. He just should have wore something different. That's all. <laughs> that little hat that nigga had on. And that fake Fendi jacket. That's my nigga, though. That's my nigga. That's my nigga. Said it three times. Um, but yeah, Mike Epps. Let's definitely check out his special. I'm gonna probably watch Mike Epps special. In fact, let me make a note of Mike. Mike Epps special. He might have actually released a special before this one that he's going to drop that I might not have been able that not that I haven't been able to see it I just never got around to seeing it and if that's true just know 
Dude, my brother and I loved Friday so much. Then we loved next Friday even more. I mean, that's the warrior. Ah. And then Friday after next. We might have had all three DVD. I might even have at least Friday after next on DVD. I'm trying to think of where any of my. Oh, you know what? My dad probably has it. Yeah. I don't really buy DVDs. And any DVD that I had acquired while I was living there, I kind of gave them. So they got my Chappelle show. Probably they have my Chappelle show, man. Dude, I had that shit on DVD. And then I lent it to a friend and he fucking, for season two or one, I don't know, he took a couple. Like, oh my God, bro. It is really good, though. The Chappelle show. Anyway, next video. Um, I guess it was more like we should talk about it. All right. I don't, I, I feel like he made a good point. Or I would have like closed this video. Anyway, it's called, have you, uh, have quote, have you seen my vagina? But the, the eye in vagina is a star question mark, question mark, end quote. Only fan model gets offended after a man said he wouldn't smash her. I was like, I kind of agree. I mean, I would, do I agree a hundred percent? Look, you get me, you get me when I'm a weak individual and I may want to, but like, I wouldn't date. Uh, I don't even know. Look, if I'm being completely honest, let's just say, let's take it uh, one person at a time. I'd have to ask some questions. I'd have to get some answers that would have to be specific to the situation. But let's just go on this one. It's like your type. What? This is on lowest volume ever? She says, what's your type in women? It's like your type in women. I like low-key. I like introverted. I like yeah. feminine. Um... I don't like girls who party or club or anything like that. Yeah. I like girls who have some substance, some depth. They like to do things like we can kick it in the yeah. crib all Would day. Would you fuck her? Well, I liked what he said, first of all, everything that he said right away. And then this lady just asked, I don't know, where would you fuck her? Would I fuck her? Mm -hmm. No. Because I did porn. Because you did <laughs> porn. And Even if it was like with a condom? No. Really? Mm -hmm. Dude, have you seen my vagina? You no. haven't? But like it's on Google. But like it's nice. I don't, I don't dispute that, but I wouldn't fuck you. Why? I just can't. It's just a turn off for me. Yeah, I can't imagine somebody be like, what, what, have you seen my vagina? That's, ladies, unless you have a meaty vajigi, because your boy Yusuf likes a meaty. Uh, unless that's the case. That you like a meaty clam. I'm not going to see her for JJ and be like, yeah, I want to. I don't even know who she is. I might even try to look her up after this. If I'm being completely honest with you guys. Eddie the Bull, he makes me do things that I probably shouldn't. So maybe I shouldn't be doing Eddie the Bulls as much. Or maybe cut them in half. I don't know. We're going to see. 100 Eddie the Bull, maybe too much. 50 Eddie the Bull, maybe not so bad. Stop telling my secrets, brothers and sisters. Don't tell my dad what I'm doing. Stop telling what I'm doing. Guys. It's not cool. I left this video up. 
says Bill Clinton confronted on camera over Jeffrey Epstein's scandal, which is a great way to lead me into the actual Epstein stuff that I was supposed to talk about. Let me write that down. Epstein. All right. All right. Apparently, this is them confronting. It goes again. Bill Clinton confronted on camera over Jeffrey Epstein scandal. Let's play it. Any comments on the alleged uh, allegations of your uh, connection with Jeffrey Epstein? No. He just smiles. What did he say? I think the evidence is in. I think he said, I think the evidence is in. But he just smiles. Like, what do you, so they ask, what do you think about the uh, Jeffrey Epstein scandal? And he's, sm I'm going to go back to when he hears it and, he, and then. What his responses? I think the evidence is in, and he's smiling like, yeah, they didn't get the bad evidence, the stuff that corroborates me. All right. So this is going to be from the Independent, which is a United Kingdom's website. I know that because it's called independent.co.uk. Which means, you know, take it for a grain of salt. But it says the Epstein list, full list of names revealed in unsealed court records so far. Now, I don't think this is everybody because apparently this is round one. There's going to be several rounds of people who are going to be named. Um, nothing's going to be as much as the 900 pages I have to read before next week. But if I find more pages and I can still read them, I will. If not, I'll addend myself the next week. A dididendumba. Anyway. <sighs> um, sorry. Is this important? Not that important yet. I might have to check something out in a second. We'll see. After this story, I might pause. We will see. Um, all right. So, obviously, it says... Prince, and, sorry, this one says articles is Prince Andrew and Bill Clinton are among the hundred people. Among the bleh. guys, my mind is on like nine things at once right now because I'm getting messages that I'm looking at, but I'm trying to stay focused for this. And then I also forgot my friend's birthday is coming up. Um, but that being said, I love you guys all and I appreciate you guys for bearing with me. Um. And, you know, let's just fucking make the best out of it. So let's do this again. The article. Prince Andrew and Bill Clinton are among more than 100 people named in the newly published legal documents linking to the pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. This is from the UK again. Um, we're going to skip past all this other shit they're probably saying. Here's people who are named. Jelaine Maxwell, obviously. Prince Andrew, obviously. Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, Hillary, David Copperfield. All right. So, Ghislaine, I don't remember what, I didn't hear anything about her. The Prince Andrew, it was the person that apparently, like, was was sued for for libel or whatever the fuck it is for slander. Uh, and then who, who won was one of Epstein's victims. That A lot of this testimony is from her. Um, so they would ask like, oh, did you, uh, did Jeff ever talk about Bill Clinton? And she's like, yes. And she goes, and what did he say? He goes, that he likes him young. 
And so some, and I'm again, I'm, you know who I am. I'm going to be the real guy. What I heard is that's hearsay. And it honestly is. And the fucked up thing about that is it is hearsay because she was asked, did you ever hear about Bill Clinton? And she had to think and she thought, yeah, Jeffrey did mention Bill Clinton. I didn't see anything with Bill Clinton. I never interacted with Bill. But Jeffrey said, but you're going to believe him? though no. You know, he's not so much a credible witness is what I'm saying. So you see how that kind of like gets him out of the bind, which is why he probably laughed earlier. Um, Donald Trump, too. A lot of his shit was also pretty baseless from what I saw. And again, I haven't seen everything. I'm going to go into it more. I will. This is weird. How did Hillary Clinton get there? Who the fuck does she like? Underage boys, underage girls. I don't even know if she I don't even know if she likes humans. She probably has sex with animals. Allegedly. By the way, all this is allegedly. If I didn't say allegedly earlier, I'm saying it now. You know why? And and you know what? I'm also gonna say anything I said on this entire podcast is alleged. Don't believe anything even my jokes, alleged. Alleged jokes. Did my week happen? Allegedly. Did it happen? I don't know. I can't prove it. <clears throat> So it allegedly happened. David Copperfield was over there. Apparently he was trying to make children disappear. Allegedly. Um, I don't know who John Connolly is. He's a New York police detective turned investigative journalist who investigated Epstein. But he was already there. Allegedly. Alan Dershowitz. Named 137 times, evidently, allegedly. I'm going to say that word a lot. For legal purposes, guys. So if it gets annoying, I apologize. But hey, Alan Dershowitz allegedly is a lawyer. No, he's not allegedly a lawyer. He's a lawyer, but he's allegedly also a pedophile lawyer. Allegedly, Alan, allegedly, I'm an entertainer. I'm allowed to entertain people, I think. Don't sue me. It was hilarious. There was a clip where Alan Dershowitz was asked about his involvement in there and he's like all these women they're feminists that are asking uh about my involvement over here but how many of you guys condemn hamas <laughs> how do you bring that to israel that's literally like trying to get like oh you're only going after me because i'm jewish and all of the anti-jewish semitism right now and it's not had to do with me being named a bunch of times and people saying now allegedly he was not actually there, allegedly. And I say that because I don't believe it, but it could be true. So that's why I keep saying it. Allegedly, he was mistaken for someone else, allegedly. But I think if I say it two times, does it count as a double negative? But allegedly, allegedly, he fucks kids. Ooh, I don't know how that works in English and law. Am I going to jail? We'll find out. Leo DiCaprio was there, apparently. Allegedly, Al Gore, Stephen Hawking. <gasps> you guys have all heard Stephen Hawking's. Everybody has seen the memes. Stephen Hawking somehow was into underage midget orgies, allegedly. Now, I also heard he was on the island to do science stuff. And maybe he's like, yeah, scientifically, I want to see 
what happens if a if a if a fully crippled man has sex with a bunch of children allegedly i also saw this which is funny for the next name ehud barak former israeli prime minister somebody said uh all of these people who are at epstein's island not one israeli and it's like hey well ehud barak he's <laughs> and then obviously somebody also was like actually there's like three people in your government two of them prime ministers one of them a president or some shit like that uh michael jackson allegedly was there nah look i i have a bias i like michael jackson because my mom liked michael jackson and i love my mother i also think that he came up in a troubled troubled life and I can see him being so controlled from his youth that he could be easily controlled into in his adulthood because he's almost been trained to be controlled by other people who are, quote unquote, in charge of him. That being said, I don't condone any of that. He's still the king of pop. And I don't sing his songs in the shower because I don't want anybody to think I'm creepy or something. So there's things. Kevin Spacey shouldn't be a surprise at all. But here's one who is. George Lucas, to me. I, I mean, I guess I can see. I can see a lot of these people being also brought in because what happens is you you find out, oh, all these other people are gone. Oh, shit, all these other people are invited to this party, and I'm not? And finally, I get invited to the party, and you find out, oh, shit, I wasn't supposed to be invited to this party. What the fuck is going on? And now they somehow already have blackmail on you before, so they blackmail you into doing more blackmail things, and then they catch you on camera doing that, and they're like, now you got to recruit more people. Sounds like that tautology of science that I've been hearing about, allegedly. Allegedly. Jean-Luc Bernal. Oh, I've been hearing a lot about... Yo, this motherfucker. He's a French model agency boss and alleged Epstein co-conspirator conspirator who died in an apparent suicide while awaiting trial. He was uh, Clinton. Kate Blanchett. Don't know who that is. Naomi Campbell. Sharon, Sharon Churcher. Bruce Willis. Oh, Bruce Willis, he can't remember. All right, I'm going to skip some of these. Noam Chomsky, I don't even know who that guy is, but he, I've heard his name. I think he might be a Muslim guy. It says linguist and political philosopher. I think he was like a Muslim guy who was like, oh, I don't believe in Islam anymore. They're going to kill me. Or that might be somebody else. Or Noam Chomsky's like some, some Jewish guy. It sounds more Jewish. It sounds more like a Jewish guy to me. Chris Tucker... Oh, you mean Christmas? Oh, yeah. Shay, shay. Michael Jackson. Hold on, I gotta get in my cat, Williams. Shay, shay. Do you know that Michael Jackson used to call Chris Tucker Christmas? Mm-hmm. Christmas. What kind of man calls another man by a nickname like Christmas? Okay, is all I'm saying. Ha. Huh. Oh, that's not so good. All right. Um, 
Here's a weird one. Robert Kennedy. I remember hearing something about that. He he was ahead of it. He was like, yeah, I was there, but it was not for what you think. These are all connected. Let's see. By the way, I should also say, and I'll say it afterwards, but I'll say it now too. Um, anybody named doesn't necessarily mean that they're in any kind of, they're accused. Like I was saying about the whole uh, Bill Clinton thing. The one thing I saw was, uh, did he, did Jeff ever talk about Bill Clinton? Yes. What did he say about Bill? Bill liked them young. Well, that's him being named, but again, it's not necessarily proven that he did anything. I, I allegedly, allegedly think he definitely did it. Wait. Allegedly. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay, I did that correctly. However... If I die, I definitely did not kill myself, and I allegedly got ep uh, got Clinton did. That's all I'm saying. Don't worry, I'm so glad that my podcast isn't as big as I wish it was at some points, because you guys would have gotten me killed. The bad ones, not you guys. You guys are the good ones who weren't listening now. All right, regular-ass names. Oh, Ron Eppinger. He was a sex trafficker. Um... Because some of these things have a comma and then what who they are. Like this one, Jojo Fontanella is Epstein's butler. But like, who the fuck is that, right? So let's see. Any other names of, of merit? Any other? Let's see. These are all just random names listed. Um, Like a Dr. Stephen Olson. I don't know who the fuck that is. Sorry, by, sorry buddy. Allegedly. He's a doctor. He can have money. He can, buy, he can fucking sue me and shit. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, Chief Michael Ryder, Ryder, responsible for investigating investigation of sexual abuse against children by Epstein, and he was there. Oh, he's listed because I did it. So here, I don't know if this is in there, but they could have been like, uh, have, "Have you ever tried? Have you ever spoke to Chief Michael Ryder?" And he goes, "Yes." And he goes, "Did he ask you questions about your abuse?" "Yes." "Did he try to help you?" "Yes." Well, he's named. That's why, like, you can't just, that's why I wanted to do a deeper dive before I just start saying, oh, this and this and this. Les Wexner, brand, founder of L Brands and former business partner of Epstein. He was named, obviously, these are all names you've already known. Like, I said all these things already. Bunch of doctors. A lot of doctors. Who treated Virginia Jufri. Anyway, what's this story about? Anything important in this one that I saw? Dozens, or this from the Associated Press, the AP News. I think this is Associated Press. Dozens more Jeffrey Epstein documents are not public. Here's what we know so far. Very little. All right, here's what we know. Who is Jeffrey Epstein? And they told us that. And then what are the records about? It's about a thing that came out like 10 years ago almost. And they're finally talking about, about Virginia Jeffrey. It's one of the dozen women who sued Epstein, saying he abused them in his homes in Florida, New York, and the Virgin Islands, and New Mexico. Um, Free said in the summer, she turned 17. She was lured away from a job as a spa attendant at Trump Mar-a-Lago Club to become a masseuse for Epstein, a job that involved performing sexual acts. Free also claimed she was presumed pressured into having sex with men in Epstein's social orbit, including Britain's Prince Andrews and former New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson, former Senator George Michael and billionaire Glenn Dublin, amongst other. I didn't see Bill Gates in that name. 
Alright, well, I'm going to go back. We're going to do control F. Bill Gates. Alright, let's type in Gates. No, there's no... You hear that? That's them saying, nope, we can't find it. So apparently there was a couple names that were redacted. I think it's Obama, and then now I think it's Gates. <sighs> anyway, that's enough about the, that. Until I get more more definitive information, we're just going to go with that right now, all right? All right, did that one, I did that one. Ooh, this is important. You guys should read. I'm going to play this for you guys. It goes, TikToker is shook on toxic warning labels at McDonald's, and this is why we should never eat McDonald's, but let's play it. You want to know how toxic McDonald's is? The government of California is now forcing them to post a notice on the entrance so that when people walk in, they're told how toxic the food is, including that there's mercury in the fish. This is like what you see on a cigarette package, except it's for food. Not only that, the employees have a warning as they walk through the employee entrance telling them that they're going to be handling dangerous chemicals that could potentially give them cancer. Take a look at these two videos made by a local California resident. We are at McDonald's and where the employees go in, they got a warning sign. All right, I don't know if he's going to read it, but I'm going to read it exactly. It says, warning, entering this area can expose... He's going to read it. I'm sorry, I remember now. He can't read it correctly. Neither can I. Uh, warning, entering this area can expose you to chemicals known to the state of California to cause cancer and birth defects or other reproductive harm including gasoline engine exhaust, condescent slash extracts, and carbon monoxide from engine exhaust. So now they're trying to warn you, like if you're unloading, because they probably keep the trucks on while they're unloading. But why would entering that area expose you to those chemicals? Are their exhaust being pumped in? That doesn't make sense. Let's continue. And the warning sign says entering this area can expose you to chemicals known to engine I just read it. Ain't that a kind of engine, right. or like a Pinto engine or something? And these are the facts. They're killing us. Even in All right, even in the drive-thru. I'm going to read the drive-thru one. The drive-thru. It says, warning. Certain foods and beverages sold or served here. Sold or served? I guess if in case you get it for free, it's served to you. So they put both. For legal purposes, they got lawyers, bro. Can expose you to chemicals including acrylamide in many fried or baked foods and mercury in fish, which are known in the state of California to cause cancer and birth defect. So, the fried and the baked foods and many fried or baked foods, acrylamide. All right, we're going to have to pause this video for a second. We're going to look up acrylamide in food. Should I worry about acrylamide in food? Acrylamide is a human health concern, according to the FDA. What fruits are highest in acrylamide? What foods are highest in acrylamide? Highest levels appear in fried and roasted potato products and in certain in cereal products such as breads, crackers, and breakfast cereal. Because high temperatures used of roasting of the beans, coffee, and cocoa have also moderate levels of acrylamide. There's acrylamide in all potatoes. 
Frying causes the highest acrylamide formation. Roasting potatoes pieces causes less acrylamide formation, followed by baking whole potatoes. Boiling potatoes and microwaving whole potatoes with skin on make microwave baked potatoes does not produce acrylamide. It's in here. All right. What three foods can acrylamide be present in? A wide range, including roasted potatoes and root vegetables, chips, crisps, toast, cakes, biscuits, cereals, and coffee. Guys, what the fucks? Their drinks have acrylamide. Their potatoes have acrylamide. I just found out about this shit. I love myself a fucking potato. Do I have to start roasting? Bro, a nice roasted potato, though. If you chop up some potatoes into small pieces and put them on a pan with some oil and some fucking uh, rosemary and some basil and some salt and pepper and garlic. Mm. Roast that motherfucker. I said basil, rosemary. Was there another one? There's another one that goes well with it. I might do that. I might do roasted potatoes with a chuck roast as my next thing. Just a potato and chuck roast. And I might just throw in a, a bunch of rainbowed ve vegetables to try to get my my chakras in line. Alright, we're going to close this video because I'm not playing it. Alright. Alright. No spoilers, but partial spoilers. So if you want to fast forward for about 15 seconds... In Dave Chappelle's latest special, he talks about Lil Nas X. But actually, you know what? It's not even a spoiler. So I apologize. So when you come back, I'll talk for another more couple of seconds. Guys, it wasn't a spoiler. I'm sorry. It wasn't a spoiler. Um, anyway, here's a new thing. It goes, y'all think he's trolling. Lil Nas X claims to be in his Christian era. Wants to make gospel music and expose the industry. Now, two things. Do I think he's trolling? Possibly. However, if what he's saying in the video is true, which I will have to read for you, then I don't think he's true. If it's true, if we're suspending disbelief and we're going to believe him on his word, then what he is saying makes 100% sense. However, if he's just trolling, it can also make a bunch of sense. And he just took some time off before he recorded his next album. So let's play it. It goes... It's just a video of him doing things and then just like a captions. So it says, me returning to God after the industry tried to make me satanic. Don't bug. Your girl is back. We are young. We run green. We are team. And then. Oh, that's a nice beat. Me knowing I'm about to expose the industry next Friday. And realizing I need to watch my back for the next seven days. Now, apparently... Next Friday, he's going to drop an album. So could this be trolling in order for people to buy his album to see, is it going to do X, Y, Z? Because that's what I've been saying about Jay-Z. I feel like Jay-Z heard, oh, y'all think I support the devil because of this, this, and that. Well, let me double down on it so you guys keep buying my music to hear if I drop a sign. And maybe every once in a while, I'll drop a little fake sign here and there. I would do that. If I didn't have to get involved, then I can pretend get involved, and it's not haram to to help boost some shit. It's like drama. It's like drama sells, man. All right, let's play it. 
Yo, this beat does kind of slap though. I don't know why I like it. Which way that we go? Me remembering God got me no matter the situation. It looks like they're doing some kind of something on him. This way, took him to the telling and I told him it's a dizzy. Turn up, baby. And it goes this low key scary as fuck. And then and it's a video next to him. It goes POV what Lil Nas X sees after exposing the music industry. What the fuck is happening in 2024? It's only been six days. And then it's a, like one of those uh, eyes wide shut ceremonies. Actually, I think it is from eyes wide shut because it's all got those masks on and hoods and black robes with the hoods and they just all got like masks on. Different music though. And the next video says, me explaining to fans that the media stopped supporting me after I started promoting God to the masses and that the industry is wicked, which is why I was blackballed from releasing music for the last year and a half. But I'm finally independent now and will be dropping a new song next week. Next one. Did y'all notice how a lot of celebrities went quiet after I said I'm about to start exposing people? Also, don't worry about me. I'm in a secluded place where no one will find me. Be ready for 112. Well, I guess I'll update you guys next week if I hear it. I guess that's the last one. All right. All right. So here's another video. Going back to the mall incident. I know we want a little little Nas X-ish there right there for a second. He gay. And I don't want him in my mask. All right. I know you. Lil Nas X. Yeah, you need to go to the one in Hoboken. All right. Jokes aside. Uh, next video is called. Ain't nothing about this a conspiracy. Man who lives near the Miami shopping mall speaks out about people seeing aliens and more two minute video let's play it okay look i don't know no easy way to say this and i know i joke a lot but ain't nothing funny today all right so boom the other day january 1st it was a whole lot of police cars at bayside right around the corner i'm guessing he's a comedian that's why he said he didn't want to joke even though he jokes a lot but he's talking about the the mall now where this incident went on let's go boulevard y'all know where it's at it was 50 to 100 police cars and they claimed that it was some kids that got into an altercation they started fighting and shooting fireworks and they had sticks i've been living in miami over 10 years that sound like a six to ten police car job if that there was a hundred police cars y'all so boom i'm gonna get straight to it. i'm not with all that beating around the bush they seen eight to ten foot creatures walking down biscayne boulevard and walking on bayside they said they didn't have no hands, they didn't have no feet, but they was just like, they weren't aggressive, they weren't trying to hurt nobody, kind of like looked like they were lost. They were like teleporting and coming back quickly and shape-shifting like, and, and not in like a crazy, yeah, I, it's crazy. I can't even say not in a crazy way, but in such a superior way, they weren't scared of us at all. 
I don't know who you believe in, what entity, what higher power, but you need to start believing in something, Miami, because they here, I don't know what they want. They said people got to shooting at them, and they weren't, they weren't scared of police or nothing. What'd they tell y'all? Why you think they, why you think they building bunkers? Bezos them building bunkers. And y'all sitting here not, oh, this is a conspiracy. Ain't nothing. Okay, I'm going to pause it right there. All right. Let me address a couple things. These beings could have probably been holograms, hol like projections of some kind. And to scare people, what are the bunkers for in relation to that? Let me be real with you again. What is my first initial thought is they even showed it in that movie. Uh, this is the end or whatever the fuck it was. Like the movie that I talked about a couple weeks ago or a week ago that was like I didn't really like it. Uh, the world, the one with fucking all those actors about the end of the world, newer scenario. And uh, and then why would they build a bunker? Well, they need to be able to be safe and secluded in communication with each other. Even if communication go down, they have other backup means. They have a nice safe place to be in with their security and their food and their chefs. And they're good while we all fight over these fake aliens who are going to invade us. And as we shoot at one and it's a hologram, I end up hitting my friend. And then my friend shoots back in my direction because he got shot. And he tried. He thought it was an alien somehow. And so he gets, he fucking shoots me by accident. And then they get to walk out there and be like, okay, reduce population. Well, now that we're the richest people, we can control them a lot easier. But they might gonna need a lot more of us around than what they end up killing. So let's get let's continue the rest of the video. Nothing about this no conspiracy. These is facts. They taking people phones, deleting pictures. Look it up. You can't you can't find it. You, you gotta type in little certain things that don't got the keywords like the Yammy or old whatever. Like Miami or UFOs is what he's saying. You gotta look up certain things that don't have those things. Because apparently they were deleting things. You know what? Now I'm going to... Um, whatever. I lost the place. It's fine. Go to YouTube. I played a video. I watched a video earlier today. Um, should be in my history. Excuse me. Got the burps. I get the burps when I take the protein shake. And then I don't eat anything in my stomach. It's like, come on, bro. We want more food now. All right, here, this is an eight-minute video. We're not going to play the whole thing, but this is from this guy on Inst um, on YouTube called Night God 333 Night G-O-D is lowercase with the G. 333, Secrets Revealed. And, and he does a lot of these videos. All right, guys, so just to address a few clips that are going... Okay, so first of all, this video is going to be from the actual Miami Police Department that they're saying. And he actually... This is a pretty good video, so I might have to fast-forward some shit, but, like... But look, we're going to play it anyway. So here's from the Miami PD, what they say. 
All right, guys. So just to address a few clips that are going viral on social media right now. First, our response to that uh, big incident in Bayside Marketplace. What happened was there was about 50 or more juveniles that were shooting fireworks at people. There was also some looting going on. So officers that were on that scene were having a little bit of trouble containing it. So they called what is called the Citywide 3, which every officer in the city responded. That's why you saw so much police presence for, for that call to contain that crowd. Now, there is now video going viral of 8 to 10 foot aliens walking around Bayside. It's actually just a person walking with a shadow so i can confirm to you all here today right now that there are no aliens in miami in bayside marketplace at the moment so it's friday at the moment is a weird thing and then there is some weird alien figure thing that comes up next that is video i hope you guys have a great weekend and stay safe and it waves and then he looks at it all right now that's weird. All right. So again, the video ends with a, an alien just appearing out of nowhere, like a stereotypical gray alien with the big eyes. And it just stands there in the waves and he looks at it. And this guy makes a good point. So we're going to let him say it. Did anybody else find that video somewhat suspect? It was kind of weird. I mean, he did say it was just a bunch of kids and all that, but he also said at the moment and the alien pops in at the end and he looks at it. That is such an odd vibe and stance to take on this whole situation. For the Miami PD, which is supposed to be a professional entity, to troll in this situation is very, very intriguing. I don't know what to think about it. Was it professional to do that? Are they trolling? Or are they actually trying to hint to us that maybe there was something extraterrestrial at the mall? It's baffling to say the least what do you guys think in the comments let me know on that they said at the moment and then the alien pops i mean just in the whole light of the situation that is really really confusing to me it's very telling on what really happened at that mall now of course that goes without saying that's just my opinion all right this is an intro video All right, this next thing, I don't, all right, I'm going to be, uh, again, I love you guys, and so I tell you things, and, and I don't want you to think that I'm saying I know this for sure, or this is the case, because my my brain works a little bit differently. So here's what I will say. Oh, my God. I just said, oh, my God, because I looked at Club Shay Shay, which is the the podcast that had cat williams on the title of the video is called cat williams unleashed straight slash club shay shay it has 32 million views in four days my god he done broke that goddamn internet i bet you a lot of those extra views are people replaying it on podcasts here and there but i still god bless them for that in four days, 32 million views. You fucking... Cat Williams is doing motherfucking uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 numbers is what I'm saying. To get back to this. This next guy's video. He, he apparently is a son. Uh, that he's going to show a son of a police officer. Of a Miami police officer talking to his father. However, I feel like this could be definitely scripted and used for clout. So we'll play it. Let's assume that he's not, but then also with a grain of salt, assume that he's probably doing it for clout. Both. Assume both. But let's just have some fun and think that maybe he's being honest right now. So let's play it. 
check it out. How have I not heard about this? My dad's a police officer in Miami. And I mean, like, he's even running for sheriff. And I, I just talked to him. He didn't say anything about that. Because he's gay. Hey. So if you have a gay son and you're a police officer, you're probably not going to tell your son a lot of things. Just saying. Jokes aside, let's continue. Hey, did you, uh, have you been seeing the alien stuff? Did you see that in, at Bayside? Are you serious? You're, you're joking. You're joking. Did they tell you not to talk about it? I mean, because you were just like the pie. I'm not allowed to talk about it. I didn't know what you're talking about, but I'm not allowed to talk about it. So he keeps saying, I'm not allowed to talk about it. I'm not allowed to talk about it. I don't know how many times you want me to slice the pie. I'm not allowed to talk about it. And so he knows what he's saying. He is not allowed to disclose anything. Sounds shady. Again, I can see you just being like, hey, uncle, can you just say the same thing over and over again? Like, I'm, you're going to give you kind of like a mini script. Just play around. Can you, can you at least say like whatever? So, okay, so they're saying it's like a... Um, like a fight broke out. Why did they send so many police cars? Crickets. Are you serious? You can't say. You can't say any. You're no help, dude. You're no help, dude. I'm sorry. And then he goes on a long tirade about whatever else. We don't have to play the rest of that. But it's very strange. What's happening? Oof. This video is weird. I'm not gonna play it. But it's called Classic. That time Cat Williams sucker punched a 7th grader and got manhandled. Let's see. Hey, Mike me. I said. Mike me, motherfucker. I just got out of jail, motherfucker. They ain't have nobody as big as you. I thought you were real funny, real funny before, bro. Hey, bro, I think you're hilarious, bro. Hey. Yo, Cat Williams being Cat Williams, that's why you gonna have acne till you're 26. Bro, he hits you where it hurts. Hey, what's he get up? Keep talking that shit or what? He goes, keep talking that shit. And then Cat Williams goes, oh, what? Oh, what? And he gets up. What? Hey, once he get up, it's over. He get up, it's over. Now this guy gets in Cat Williams' face. He's the same height as him. Hey, what's Cat Williams' swing? It's over. Don't do it. He goes, I ain't talking shit. I'm talking for real. Well, you know what to do then. Hey, you better back up Cat. Now he did sucker punch him. He said, "You better back up before you." And he hit him, and he didn't even hit him hard. <laughs> hey, you better back up, cat. Oh, what's up? Before you get dumbass, move your fuck out the way, little boy. 
And then he going to get his ass choked out by a goddamn 7th grader who motherfucking wears his goddamn parents because they should have been getting him off this motherfucker. I'm a goddamn Cat Williams. I'm a celebrity. And you motherfuckers is letting this motherfucking boy do what Yusef used to do when he started fighting back in the day and just choke a motherfucker out. That's not fair. Let's continue. Now you choking me, motherfucker? Get the fuck off my neck. I got a chain on, motherfucker. If you break it, I'm gonna be pissed. You better get off the cat. Okay. Now a body, my bodyguard done came and whispered in your ear. If you don't get off a cat in three seconds, I'm about to bust a cat in your ass. And that means I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold you, your arms behind your back, and Cat Williams gonna punch you. That's busting that cat in your ass. Let's continue. Back up off me, little Back up off me, little boy. Cat Williams told you. Listen, you, you ask Cat, he gonna have, if you arrest, if you pull over Cat Williams 15 times and you search Cat Williams 15 times, 15 times, you're going to find Cat Williams has some cigarettes, he got some weed, and he got a gun, okay? Now, I got to protect myself. I like smoking cigarettes, and I smoke weed. Damn. And that's just my only goddamn medication. These motherfuckers, I live by a different way. I need my weed, okay? It help me sleep. Motherfucker, you, you tried doing a show at, at fucking your night start at 8 o'clock at night. Your work shift start at 8 o'clock at night, and you don't get off stage until 2 a.m. 2 a.m. And then you're just supposed to motherfucking go to sleep? Nah. Not them endorphins and adrenalines and all that shit's running through your veins. You ain't gonna fucking go to sleep. So yeah, I use some weed to go to sleep. God damn. I done played this shit already. Next video. Self-snitching at an all-time high. Dude records himself on a high-speed chase with police. This is, this, snitching is snitching, Pippin. Let's play the video. It's kind of fun to watch, though. Now, a cop just pulling up between calls, and this motherfucker just said, no. Cops open up their doors, they ain't putting their lights on, not once. And they dip. The cop followed him, but no lights. And that's the craziest. You 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 gonna hear this motherfucker whip it. And I'll tell you when I see the lights come on. So far, eleven seconds. They ain't put on the lights once. They try to get out the car though. But no lights. Let's continue. 
skipping. Now it's a street race with a cop. I'm pimping, pimping. I'm going to be doing Cat Williams the rest of this goddamn episode. I'll get goddamn guarantee that. Oh, he pimping. He almost got T-boned by a cop. Some incident pedestrian. And this motherfucker is gone. That cop caught up like Grand Theft Goddamn Auto. That shit was not real. And the cop is keeping up. And now the cop's lights went on. Hold up. A goddamn whole minute into this goddamn high-speed chase. They finally whoop, 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 whoop. That's how you know goddamn police ain't shit. Let's continue. This motherfucker out. He out, y'all. He say, hey, nah, nah, nah. You ain't gonna touch my car. I'm out. You almost got me, bitch. And I'm out again. I know my streets. I'ma be out. Ski, 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 ski. I'm out again. Guess what I'm about to lose? Yes. Ready to make a little quick right. Oh, you can't catch up. I'll make a quick left. I'm on a highway, motherfucker. You ain't ever gonna catch me. And then it ends. Uh, my neighbor probably hates me. We're not playing this. And we're not playing this. I hope that actually happens. All right. Resurface clip of Kevin Hart speaking on Cat Williams amid Cat's recent comments. Is it true or not? Let's play it. Bad. My frustration with Cat Williams comes from you keep pointing at Hollywood. Hollywood this, the white man, this, this, and this. When do you take responsibility for your actions? You had the shot. Cat was in that position at one you point. You were the guy. Yeah. You were set up to be the star. You didn't show up to work. You fucked off promo shoots. You fucked off your promo fucking uh, trips that they had set up for you. You became a risk to the studios, which is why the studios stopped fucking with you. Why was he a risk? He chose drugs. Oh. Well, he said he was sober. And he's been sober. So now I don't know if this is true. And also, he became a liability if it's what he said on his on the podcast was... Because he wanted to change things to either make him less racist or less, like, like make him more him, a.k.a. less gay. If you want him to do some gay shit, like, put on a dress or do some other shit, he ain't trying to do that. Let's continue. Okay. Take responsibility for what you chose and say, you know what? I got to fix me, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to stand up for comedy. Mm -hmm. So when you say Tiffany Haddish doesn't deserve or isn't really a comedian, and these other women have worked hard, which they have. Mm -hmm. Shouts out to Melanie Cam Camacho. Shouts out to Lou Nell. Mm -hmm. Shouts out to Leslie Jones, who are all underneath the umbrella of Cat Williams. Cat Williams, have you ever used your platform to fucking bring the people that were under you up? Mm. You haven't. So because... Well, to address that part, according to Cat, and again, I'm just saying, according to Cat, as his kind of lawyer in this situation, he said that he has. He's only booked people and put people on who are funnier than him to try to help them progress faster. So the fact that you saying this little motherfucker, Kevin, you fucking stepping on my goddamn toes. Let's continue. Because you haven't, 
Don't shit on those that now are. I've used my platform and I brought my guys and girls up. Mm -hmm. The brand of Kevin Hart is a brand that's expanded so fucking far, whether you like me or not. My presence of comedy will forever be felt because mm. I'm a fucking boss. And I hope that's goddamn true, Kevin, because Yousef needs some goddamn helping. Kevin, you ain't helping him out at all. All right, Pippin, Pippin. Help him all the fuck out. Next video's called. Oh, yeah. No, we ain't playing this. Nope, not playing that. Yeah, we could play this. All right. Hollywood is weird AF. Comedian Gary Owens backs up Cat Williams. Dot, dot, dot. Tells story where he declined to suck dick for a million dollars. Let's play it. And we always. By the way, Gary Owens is a white guy. You may not tell that by his. By his. Well, you, you, just so you know. We say. But you know how I joke and I say they're white guys and they're not? This guy's a white guy. Like. Just be honest. Don't say something behind my back. Whether you like Cat or not, he's not going to talk behind your back. However he feels about you, that's how he feels about you. Now, he did say one thing. Um, he talked about Ricky Smiley, and he talked about when Ricky Smiley went on Club Shay Shay, Shannon Sharp's podcast, which is a great podcast, especially for, I know I'm a white guy, but for my demographics, and I'll get into that in a minute, what Cat said about me, but... For my demographics, you know, Club Shay Shay, I'd rather go on Club Shay Shay than Joe Rogan. Um, even though, okay, I, I got to get into all, I got to unpack this, this. Oh, he's doing to you, Seth. Cat made a comment where he said, uh, why you think Gary Owen, who's a white guy, has been doing stand-up for 25 years, hasn't crossed over? And when he said it, I was like, wait a minute, was that a good thing or bad thing? And I literally had to go to Twitter and start asking people, was I catching strays or what was that? And they was like, no, they were saying you haven't sold your soul. That's why you haven't crossed over. You've been consistently you, and that's why you haven't, quote, unquote, crossed over. So I was like, oh, okay, that made sense. Now, I'm not going to get into it, but I've been uh, – I, I was in an awkward situation one time where I can't say for 100% this – person was trying to make me do something casting couch type deal but it felt like it and i was like is this is this is this that point where i've always heard would you suck a dick for a million dollars and i was thinking to myself when i was in this office going in this room going well this is the i'm i'm about to answer this question and the answer was no i wouldn't so <laughs> now i i, I listen i can't say for 100 percent that's where it was going, but it felt like it. It felt like it. You got to be in the room to feel it. And I was like, oh, this dude is really coming on to me. Like, this is happening in real life. It, and the, 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 the dude did it, and it always remained nameless. Uh, he, I think he was feeling me out. Like, is this, this dude? And this was years ago. I was young in the game. But I, I was just like, wait a minute. Is this happening right now? I was like, oh, my God. And then I was like. I, I, you know, I made sure I made it very clear. I like women. I'm not going that route. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So I'm not going to get into it, but I, I was wondering, I was like, Ooh, is this going to, is this, is this happening to me right now in real life? So I think Kat was saying I haven't sold my soul and that's why I haven't crossed over.
Great edit. Next video. Mm, nah, no, I need to play that. Alex Jones. All right, yeah, we should play this. All right. Now we're getting into it. Next video is called Already Bringing Bad News to 2024. Alex Jones claims blue cities and states will announce new COVID power grab measures in 2024. And I don't... Oh, oh, I'm not ready for this. Let's play it. Well, it's the final day. I'm going to be Alex. And there have been two massive COVID developments. Really the... What? All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to adjust your volume, uh, Alex, but like, tell me what these developments are, please. Biggest of this year. Officially, all over the United States, blue states and blue cities are announcing a return to mask, COVID protocols. First of all, Alex, can you uh, record this video inside where there's no wind uh, volume coming on? Because I hear a lot of wind screen, but we're going to play it anyway. All the same fear-mongering. And if you remember back in August, I was told that by TSA, Whistleblower, and Border Patrol. And now it's officially happening that by the end of the year, they wanted to try to roll this out. Now, the even bigger development is this. They're now claiming a new strain is going around and that it causes myocarditis and heart attacks. And that's why there's all these heart attacks and myocarditis happening. Funny. It's been happening ever since the shots started in early 2021. And it's oh, in the mainline literature. It's being caused by the shots. Even the Food and Drug Administration has had to admit that. So now they're spinning it all over the news. Did you hear what he had to say? Did you hear what I had to say? The Food and Drug Administration, as well as me, Alex Jones, have admitted. And so is Yousef. we got to give Yousef credit where he's due. He's been repeating it. Uh, we've been saying that the COVID vaccine is causing goddamn myocarditis. And are you going to allow them to cause myocarditis and blame it on a goddamn new strain when we know goddamn for certain that is from the fucking goddamn person, allegedly? ABC, CBS, oh, dun-dun-dun, holiday heart. You know, the holidays can make you get sad and have a heart attack, but now it's the holiday COVID heart. virus that's causing the heart attacks, but it's the new variant. So the new variant caused the last two and a half years of death all over the world with people that took the shots. This is the new cover for it. They've got TV ads and PSAs in Europe, Canada, the U.S., Australia. Hey, it's normal to have heart attacks. Babies have them. Little kids have them. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's normal that the numbers are increasing. We don't know why. And finally, they're saying it's COVID. And in a way, it is. The so-called vaccines make your body create the spike protein. That's the part that hits the receptor site that does cause a viral infection of the heart. So it is the shots causing a viral infection of the heart that can cause myocarditis and now myocarditis has exploded so they're telling you it's the wild virus when it's really the body producing the spike protein that's the delivery system of the virus this is incredible ladies and gentlemen the new normal mass heart attacks mass deaths millions dead myocarditis all these other health problems strokes blood clots the coroners have come out and said record blood clots the epidemiologists have as well this is the fact so this is their power grab. This is their depopulation operation. We'll be covering it all live at InfoWars.com forward slash show. Don't fall for this crap. And also check out uh, Pissed Off Podcast uh, everywhere you find podcasts. Uh, I like to listen to it on Spotify because I'll like go in between a, a Joe Rogan episode and then I'll be like, you know what? I need a break from Joe Rogan. I need somebody uh, you're a little bit younger and I'll listen to. Uh, Pissed Off. Uh, but check it out. All right. Next one. Alright, back. Hey guys, uh, this next video is about the earthquake that happened in Japan. Ghost terrifying footage inside parking. 
during 7.6 magnitude earthquake in Japan. It is kind of fucking crazy to see buildings moving like this. Let's play. Everything is wobbling hard. There's some hard wobbles. Oh shit. These motherfuckers are behind a car too. If that car rolls backwards, you fucked. Oh, they do that on purpose. They put like little bumper things in the back of your car. Like the back wheel hits a little bumper thing so that your car doesn't like roll back even further in case there's an earthquake. Because I know Japan is in, uh, look. Everywhere where there's earthquakes, for pretty much, for the most part that I know, are Japan and California, and those are both places where they are very, very satanic. So, I understand now. Haiti, y'all get hit with shit, y'all like voodoo. I'm just saying, maybe, maybe stop fucking around and you won't find out. For 7.6, I ain't seen nothing coming down either. Shit. 7.6. Alright, here's one inside of a subway during the 7.6. It's called scary footage of inside Japanese subway during 7.6 magnitude earthquake. He's saying, wow, 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 wow. Yabba, yalla, 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 yalla. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. I'm going to say it in Arabic and translate for you in English. Yalla, yalla, yalla. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Shit got dark and he's saying hurry 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 and then it did all right next video we're gonna have to play this because you know what um tom sicker is a pretty fucking dumb him and his wife are sounding so goddamn disgusting when they talk about this so we're gonna play the video it's 33 seconds and then we'll talk it's called wait what comedian tom sicker going viral after saying washcloths are for poor people Use your hand, dummy. Ugh. Let's play it. Washcloths are for poor people. Yeah. So. Yeah. I only had one friend use washcloths, and when she would stay with me, she'd say, can I have a washcloth? And I'd say, I don't have washcloths. Yeah. There's no washcloth. Use your hand, dummy. I remember the, I really do remember the first time I crashed at a, a poor friend's house, and then <laughs> he handed over, like, a towel for after the oh, shower. No. And then a bar soap, and then a little one. I go, what's the little towel? And he goes, a washcloth? And I go... <laughs> and he hands it back. back at him. I'm like, I'm good. And he was like... <laughs> They're just so dirty. They're like, wait, you need something abrasive? When, when she said, just use your hand, dummy. It's like, wait, you need something more abrasive than your hand to scrub the dirt off your body? So the reason I wanted to bring this up is my mom, who you're calling a poor Mr. Segura, Tim, Tim, you're saying that my mom is poor because she cleaned me 
and make sure to exfoliate my skin while also scrubbing any dirt off of my body. And that she's a poor. Well, first of all, go fuck yourself, you dirty, stinky fuck. You know what? I'm glad that you're losing weight because you have less fucking folds of fat to hold that stenchy, stinky body of yours. No washcloth? Do you at least use a loofah, you fucking dirty fuck? You need something, dude. I was thinking about this in the shower this week. I remember how much I enjoyed rugby practice for multiple reasons. But one of the most, not most satisfying, but one greatly satisfying thing that made me realize, like, okay, I went hard today. I did a good practice. How I would measure how well I did in practice was how much when I would look into the... All right, first of all, what I would do is I would take my loofah, put my soap on, lather it up, scrub my whole body from top to bottom in that order. And by that, I mean I do my... My, my neck, my chest, my arms, my back. Then I take a little bit off of the loofah. I kind of squeeze a little soap and put a little bit under my underarms. And a little bit under my testicles. And a little bit in my butt crack. And then I do my legs. And once I scrub my legs, right leg then left leg. Then I go up to the armpits. Where I put a little extra soap in there. Just in case I was going to lose some by the end. You know. Then I put a little. And then I do my armpits. And then I do my testicles. And my tentacle. And I do my astolicle. My analogy. If you will. And I do my toes by the way. When I do my legs. This is the last part of the legs. Actually I don't remember when I do my toes. Maybe I put balls on my toes. I don't know. But I also scrub my feet. And what it does is, is it cleans your entire body. Okay. And the thing that I loved about doing that is I would like kind of rinse off my loofah in the shower and then I would rinse myself off. And, and it was the double. It was seeing how much dirt and sweat and blood, sweat, no tears, blood, sweat and dirt. Would be what I'd be washing off. Blood, sweat, and dirt. Yeah. And I loved it. And how dirty me rinsing off that loofah would get versus how clean it would get afterwards was a testament to how hard I worked. And you know what the crazy thing is ever since then? I still look every time I rinse off my loofah before I scrub myself off. And every time I'm so disappointed in how little i think i worked out even if i sweat my goddamn ass off it doesn't get that because you know we would practice a lot of times in in hawthorne that was my favorite place to practice because it was an actual dirt field with grass but mostly dirt because between us and the soccer players we tore that fucking field apart and so you would get dirt on your body you would be dirty meaning You'd be dirt with a Y. <sighs> this video I have to play. <sighs>
dumb video, don't need to play it. Yo, some videos, you think you need to play it, and then you realize you don't need to play it. Oh, I should talk about this one. All right. More than 50,000 Americans died by suicide in 2023. It's the most on record. I don't have to play the whole video. I'm just going to stay. If you're hurting, you're not alone. Hit me up. I love talking to most of the people on my podcast. There's just, there's, there might be one or two of you motherfuckers that I'm not going to respond to. And you know what? Don't take it personally, but also seek help. But take it personally in the sense that I can't help you, so I won't respond. But that doesn't mean that nobody will help you. Somebody's going to be out there that can help you. And if one person doesn't help you, and okay, fine. Two people don't help you, you're starting to lose hope. If three people can't help you. And they're not, and they're each individual, and they're not like three of the same kind of people. Then maybe you're the problem. Anyway, jokes aside, let's continue. Next video is sad. Um, I don't know what the fuck that video is about, honestly. I'm not going to play it. Ooh, all right. I watched this whole podcast based off of this clip. This next video is called UFC Middleweight Champion Sean Strickland. Gets emotional while talking about childhood trauma. And he talks about it during his podcast with Theo. And to be honest with you, it made me watch the podcast, even though I wasn't going to, because of how real Sean was getting. And I kind of really like this guy, so let's play it. You know, Obviously, the hate inside him built yeah. up. I hate to say that. It, 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 he was just drugs, dude. Lots, lots of drugs, uh, pain pills. Why I don't do drugs? So I remember, like, I used to sit there and just kind of, like, Talking hug about his, dad. his leg in the, in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. You know, like, we had this little nook, and she would, like, go in the nook, and I would just sit there, like, all night long on by, like, the feet of my mom, and my dad, like, oh, I'm going to fucking kill you and this and that. And I'll never forget, like, he would talk about, like, like burn her face with acid. And mind you, I'm in elementary school. Oh. I'm in elementary school, right? So, like. So that's a lot of responsibility than you feel probably just to, like, take care of your mom. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he'd always tell her that, like, if you cheat on me, and she probably was cheating on him, if you cheat on me, I'm going to, like, cut you up and put you in a bottle of acid and bury you. So now you fast forward this. Like, I don't go to school. I'm up till 3 in the morning. And uh, I, I couldn't stay awake in school. Like, so, like, I remember I was, like, in third grade. Or, no, second grade. And I kept falling asleep at my desk. And my teacher took my desk away from me. And she made me like, like stand up. And so me, I'm like, fuck you. Being a little kid, I just went and fell asleep on the ground. And mind you, like the school system's like, oh, Sean, like he's just a bad kid. They don't realize I'm up till three o'clock in the morning. Right. Like, you know, late. I mean, fuck, dude. I remember, it's hard to stay up late and learn. Dude, I remember like laying in bed. Like I remember I stopped believing in God, man. Like fucking, <laughs> like I had fucking, um, yeah, it's crazy shit, dude. Yeah. Crazy shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay, man. It's uh, a lot of that sad, dude. I used to be scared at night. Like, uh, I used to stand up. Like, I heard when I was a kid that like, if you peed around your like animals could pee somewhere <laughs> that other animals wouldn't come. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Huh? And now, right now, <laughs> have you ever Just heard? So you know, right now, I'm tearing up. Theo's tearing up. Sean's tearing up because we're fucking real people. And if you're not tearing up on the way, wherever you're listening to this, I get it. But that's like a fucking. For something like that to make you lose faith in your Lord because of what's going on. 
it's a sad situation and, and I and I'm so happy though that hopefully he's able to get out of it. That Yeah, I'm sorry, bud. So oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. That's all good, dude. God is good old time. <laughs> we don't have to talk, man. I can just sit here with you for a minute. <laughs> That's why I love Theo. Oh, fuck. Very competitive. Oh, fuck. Six seconds. I can just sit here. We can just nah, sit here. Nah, it's all good, dude. Six seconds. I just process it. You do have to do that, man. Process it. We're all processing it. Uh, I think it's one of the hard things that people don't understand, like trauma, you know? Yeah. Sometimes it just comes out. Oh, no, dude. Like, I remember uh, I have a hole in my gum. Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to scratch my gum and I have a hole in my gum. You know, just from being nervous and stuff? Nah, just anxiety, you know? Yeah. Yeah, even to this day. Yeah. I mean, the day, dude, like, I'm a grown ass man. I don't give a fuck. I mean, you could post this. I don't care. Oh, dude, I don't have any. No, it's all good, dude. I mean, it's, it's, it's what it is, dude. Like, it is what it is. Like, people understand. Like, <clears throat> when I talk about, like, oh, I kill a man. It's like you don't understand, dude. Like, when you go through that level of trauma, like you just view it a little differently, you know. So it's like I have a hole in my gum because I'd have so much anxiety as a kid, and I would just scratch my gum until, like, I mean, just blood. And it was a great video. All right, I'm gonna pause for a second. That shit kind of made me real sad, and I gotta pee. And um. And then I could kind of come back in a little bit of a better mood. This one's this next video could help me out with that. So I'll be right back in a second. All right, guys, I love you. And I'm back. All right, we can get through this quickly. Let's try to do this in then under 20 minutes so we can wrap this son of a bitch up under three hour Doing a lot of podcasting. All right. Next video is called, Is He Right or Wrong? Former Area 51 scientist Bob Lazar making controversial claims about classified religious documents at the base. Let's play it. Yeah, the only hardcore thing is that there is an extremely classified document dealing with religion and it's about that sex. Period. But why would there be any classified material dealing with religion? I want to go back to the religion thing. I want you to say it. It's just, it's so, it's so far out. It, it, uh, All right, your objection there. has been noted. Okay. What does it say? That we're containers. That's how, that's how supposedly the aliens look at us. That we are nothing but containers. Containers of? Containers. Maybe containers of souls. You can come up with whatever theory you want, but we're containers. And that's how we're mentioned in the documents. Um, that religion was specifically created so we have some rules and regulations for the sole purpose of not damaging the containers. Huh? Don't eat pork, you damage your container damagers. That's why Allah is the best, man. We have the best containers, guys. 
you maybe you're a Tupperware family, maybe you're a Pyrex family, maybe you're just a I reuse whatever I get from the supermarket and take out family. Islam is Pyrex. We can be used in an oven, but we can also be used to store your food in the fridge if you have the top for your Pyrex container. Tupperwares can be microwaved. And they're all right containers, but things spoil in them quicker. And then the Chinese food takeout container, dude, what are you? Fucking Indian or... Or the other one? Buddhist? Next video. But it is interesting. If we are the containers of uh, souls, perhaps... How do we pres per, uh, how do we preserve our container? Because that is important. It's to preserve your container. Because if your container, maybe I don't understand. I wish I knew more about that now. All right. Next video. Ooh, you might uh, watch this one. It's called Anxiety Level One Thousand. Dude was living his worst nightmare after swimming under an icy lake went wrong. And you know what? I'll translate for you because I'm pretty sure these guys are speaking to something that I can translate. The guy goes under a lake. He's swimming. And he's supposed to just go straight. He won't do it. He gets almost, he starts drifting. And then he doesn't know where the end is. Alright, this is the crazy part. He got so goddamn close. Now, if he wasn't wearing goggles and his eyes just started freezing up underwater and he couldn't see. There's literally less than six feet. He was less than six feet away and he starts turning around like he doesn't know the fuck he's going. They're saying hey, by the way. That's in English and in, in whatever Chinese language or Russian they, they're speaking. He's saying, fuck we gonna do? What fuck we gonna do? Put the shit. Put that. Push that shit. Push that shit. He's saying push that shit. Like push the ice. Dude, now these guys are just slipping and sliding on the ice, trying to break the ice, but also just trying to like tell him to go in the right direction. He won't figure it out. Now this guy's smart. It's been 35 seconds in the video so far, and he decides I, there's a rope that will pull me back to where I started. There should have been a rope that goes both ways, and he could have just swam and held on to it. But you know what? At least he found the rope. Now he's pulling himself back towards the original surface. Dobre, 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 dobre. What does dobre mean? Dobre, 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 dobre. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Die, 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 die. He's, now you just tell him to die. You heard that. That's not even in another language. He's going to say, Dobre, dobre, dobre. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Die, 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 die. Dobre, dobre. And this guy just gets up. And he's fine. They don't even, bro, they're on a lake in where it's frozen, and they're all wearing shorts. They're not cold. That's how you know something suspect about it. 
All right, next video. So this is why the train's always late. NYC MTA train conductor caught doing the unthinkable inside his train car booth. Hey, yo, this the shit, yo. Hey, yo, this the type of shit that's going on. Uh, my fucking job. There's dookie all over the seat. A lot of dookie. Like this guy's shit is a whole day's worth of food in one shot. Yo, my man straight shitted in the train. Or the console, or the seat. Yo, this is horrible. What the f yo? <laughs> yo, this is horrible. Yo, I'm not even. Yo, this is horrible. Horrible conditions, yo. This is crazy. Seventy-eight twenty-one. Doodle -doo call. And then it says on top, ladies and gentlemen, we're being delayed because of train traffic ahead of us. Uh. Anyway. And Cat Williams apparently made fun of Ludacris, and Ludacris decided to drop some bars. Let's hear it. It's called, this video is called Cat Williams Got Ludacris in the Studio in Less Than 24 Hours, dot, dot, dot. Drops freestyle, getting at Cat. Whatever's heavy on my heart is always on my mind. Like Snoop's cannabis shredder, I'm always on my grind. They throwing shade because niggas could never take my shine. I bring my watch collection on my jet. Let me take my time. Like fine wine, I'm aging like Benjamin. Top five, I'm worth mentioning. Bring me rappers, I'm lynching them. See the pendulum swing, Jesus with diamond thorns. Ludacris, swaddled in Gucci linens when I was born. Never been Illuminati, only Illuminati. And I only left with bitches when coming from any party. Now I'm married with kids, the evolution of life. Never been a clout chaser, never say shit for likes. R.I.P. John Singleton. You never have to flex when you earn every one of your Fast and Furious checks. Afro with the sideburns. Yeah, that's my signature. Addictions on the rise. Comedians check your temperature. And then just rubs his neck. <clears throat> check your temperature. That's your blood pulse. That's your blood pulse, Ludo. But you know what? It was a fucking sick bar. I like it. Alright, I'm not playing this video. This next video is so fucked up. It's so stupid. And it's it, the, the beginning of the video, actually, I'm going to play the beginning. Because it says, people who use their kids for views and likes are the worst. And these are the people. And it's called, quote, your mother is dead. Quote, father pulls a sick prank on his own kids. And he just tells them that, the, that their mom died in the hospital. And then their mom eventually comes out. And it's such a stupid fucking... I only bring it up because I hate them so much for doing that. Don't you ever do, if you do that and you expect me to respect you, you dumb as fuck. Next video. Better video. From danger to change. How Islam is transforming O-Block in Chicago. And this is a nice little quick video. It's only 25 seconds to play it. The most violent, all right, hold on, let me read, read it. They were saying shots fired in the area, and it says the most violent block turns to Islam. Apparently, O Block in Chicago is the most violent block. Let's continue. The whole compound of uh, O Block, it took Shahada. It's a big difference as a Muslim, man. You see clear, you think clear. Allah is definitely making it easy for us. And 
All right. In case you didn't hear it, it goes, he says, um, the whole compound of O Block took Shahada. It's a big difference. As a Muslim man, you see clear. You think clear. Allah is definitely making it easy for us. As a Muslim, you know what you should want. You should know what you want for your brothers, what you want for yourself. And I wouldn't even let nobody. It's like what you want for your for your brothers, what you want for yourself. So I would never let never let another brother put a Muslim in harm. And it's like it's a beautiful thing. It's like they got We all gotta have each other's backs like that. Mashallah, Mashallah. Muslims in here. It's a lot of good brothers in here. When I come in, they they show me love. Allah Akbar. You see. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Save you guys some money. I'm going to play this next video. 51 seconds. You should know this. Because tire shops are going to be pissed after this. Mechanic shares a useful car tire hack that most people might not know. What's up, you guys? I got another trick for you about your car's tires that I bet you didn't know. And I bet that your local tire shop's going to be pretty pissed off that I told you about this. Every tire ever made for your car or truck has to have this little DOT stamp on it. And if you go all the way to the right side, you'll see these numbers with this little circle around them. That number is the week and the year that your tire was manufactured. So that means that this tire you're looking at was made the 25th week of 2014. Now this number is only on one side of the tire. So if I flip this tire around, this side has the DOT ID number, but no date. Most tires are only good for about six to ten years. So if you go to buy new tires and they're already two or three years old, you're kind of getting ripped off. So when you're going to buy new tires, tell them that you want the date stamp on the outside so that you don't get burned and buy tires that are already three years old. Good to know. Very good to know. I should check my goddamn tires. I got to get new used tires, even though they're going to just put them on anyway, and I'm not going to get to check them. But if I buy new, new tires... I'm going to play that video for them, and I'll be like, so now that you know that, we still doing this sale with the new, new tires, or we doing the old, new tires? Because we doing old, new tires, you either got to cancel this sale, or you got to get me a discount on some old, new tires. That's all I'm saying. Next video. I'm supposed to wrap this motherfucker up soon. All right. Yeah, we're getting to the end. Kicking game. Bernie Mac tried to warm comedians. Years ago, they were stealing jokes. Let's play it. You don't do your material around a lot of comedians. <laughs> That's like stealing in front of the police. <laughs> <laughs> they mean well, but they, they sit on the side. Ooh, that's funny. Next thing you know, you see it on HBO or something. You be sitting at home. That shit is mine, you know? <laughs> when ain't nobody gonna believe, first come, first serve. You know, so when you do new stuff, you never, I'm telling you, for you comments coming up, never bring your stuff out in front of a house full of comedians. You will never work a lot. <laughs> Especially established comedians like myself, you'll never work a lot. <laughs> Make sure you keep that. that, that. And I want that, that question to be asked on the couch. Did we steal your shit for real? Yep, yep. <laughs> yep, yep, they be stealing your shit for real. And they do. All right. 
Now we're going to play some clips from the, the, the Kevin Hart Shay Shay interview. This one's called Cat Williams gets at Cedric the Entertainer for stealing his quote space joke and his problem with Steve Harvey. Thing. Cedric told you when you asked him, did you steal Cat Williams joke? Yeah. He said it don't line up. How it don't line up that I did it on TV in 2018. You came to see me at the comedy store do it in 2019 and then did it on the Kings of Comedy. Like what doesn't line up? I this is a televised joke that Mark Curry helped me punch up and get to the level that it was. The same Steve that went to go watch Mark Curry do his whole sitcom and then stole everything Mark Curry had. Now Steve got a sitcom where he the principal and he wear a suit and he and then he gets this high top fade, making all black men think he got the best lineup in the business and it's a man unit. Then you ask it, why you not a movie star? I didn't want to be a movie star. This the same Negro that hated on Bernie with this same thing. I didn't want to be a movie star. No, you couldn't be a movie star. There are 30,000 new scripts in Hollywood every year. Not one of them asks for a country bumpkin black dude that can't talk good over cable and look like Mr. Potato Head. There ain't none. You would have to have a range. I played a lot of characters, 60 movie roles. I'm not playing Cat Williams in there. I don't know. I don't know, Cat. We might not let you drink anymore the way you, you, I mean, we ain't even got. I'm not fueled by alcohol. I've had a sip less than you. The truth don't need motivation. I'm just saying I can't let these dudes lie. Cedric's sitting here telling you why he ain't a movie star. He over here look like a walrus. You didn't say nothing. He can't even get his arms off his stomach sitting over here. Why I'm can't, not a movie can't, star. Can't, can't, what? It's a situation. He never wrote anything. Remember, when Cedric the Entertainer starts, he's supposed to be singing, dancing, and telling jokes. That's why he's called the Entertainer. Right. We found out he can't sing, can't dance, and doesn't he's write doing jokes. He did four comedy specials. They're so bad, Shannon. They're not available on Netflix or Tubi. Can I say that again for the audience? I'll say it for you. Shannon, they are not available on Netflix or Tubi. Can he say it now again for the audience? They're so bad that they're not available on Netflix or, or Tubi. Tubi. You don't think Sam's a good, a good comedian? The world doesn't think that, sir. I have 12 comedy specials. He has four specials that are not, not available, available on Netflix, Netflix or Tubi. It seems to me, Kat, that you had a lot to get off your chest. No, no. You wanted to say the record straight. Winners are not allowed to allow losers to rewrite history. I don't say any of these things if my name is not breached by these people on your platform. They, if you give the, a liar a platform to lie, then I, I'm not being messy by saying, hold on, that never happened. It's untrue. And there are hundreds of witnesses for each thing I'm saying. So let me ask. So let me ask you this. Here's a little uh, straight jokes, by the way. This is Godfrey doing an impression. It's called Straight Jokes. Steve Harvey responds to Cat Williams, quote, or parentheses, Godfrey does impress, uh, impersonation. So this is Godfrey. Yeah, <laughs> Steve Harvey here. Yeah, you thought I was going to run, huh? Y'all wondering, where's Steve Harvey? <laughs> I know people been waiting 
on my response to what Cat Williams... Alright, you know what? He just does a good Steve Harvey, I realize. He doesn't actually say anything of substance. Next video is called Fans 5 Find Evidence of Cedric the Entertainer Allegedly Stealing Baminicious Joke from the 1980s show Designing Women. Let's play it. He gonna walk up and introduce himself, Chad Johnson, man. Everybody around here call me Bumbleish, though. Everybody around here call me Bumbleish, it's fine. You call me that. Don't even worry about it. Everybody call me Bumbleish. Everybody call you Bumbleish. Yeah, everybody in the whole city call me Bumbleish. Don't even worry about it. It's fine. You call me that. Don't even worry about it. Bumbleish, this is what everybody call me. Yeah, everybody call me that, man. Don't worry about it. I'm like, all right. So all week long, my ass talking about Bumbleish. What up, boy? All right. The audio on this is terrible. I've been trying to listen with you guys, I know. So I'll redo it, and I'm just going to say it, and I'm going to mute him. Oh, wait. Can I turn it up? He's going to walk up and introduce himself. Child Johnson, man. Everybody around here call me. He's going to introduce himself. Child Johnson. Everybody here call me Bamanicious, though. Everybody around here call me Bamanicious. It's fine. You call me that. Don't even worry about it. Everybody call me Bamanicious. Everybody call you Bamanicious. Yeah, everybody in the whole city call me Bominicious. Don't even worry about it. You can call me that. Don't even worry about it. Bominicious is what everybody call me. Everybody call me that, man. Don't worry about it. All right. So all week long. My ass is talking about Bominicious. What up, boy? Hey, Bominicious, you going to come over and watch the game with us later on? Bominicious, run to the stone, grab some beer, and come on back. My cousin said, what you calling him? Bominicious. He said everybody call him Bominicious. It's alright for me to call him that. He goes, nah man, his name is CJ. He's saying you could call him by my initials. That's what you say. Now that's a whole minute. Here's a 45 second version of that. And I can answer that question is by telling the Bominicious story. It's a true story. See, there was this white family lived in Mississippi, and they had this man who worked for them occasionally named Bominicious. Now, he did various small jobs for them on and off for about a week. One night, he had just finished bartending a party, and the lady of the house realized that she didn't have any money. So she said to him, Bominicious, I, I want to write you a check, but I, I don't know how to spell Bominicious. <laughs> And he said, well, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. See, when I came to work for you, I told you my name, and then I said, but you can call me by my initials. By my initials. Nah, Frederick didn't steal, or Cedric didn't steal that, bro. It's a whole different, completely different joke. It's a whole completely different joke, Pam, 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 Pam. Next video. It's called, I've turned down $50 million to protect my virgin hole. Cat Williams speaks about Diddy allegations and how he turned down invitations from a Diddy to party. Let's continue. They offered him $50 million and he turned it down. Who gonna turn down $50 million? Now, I've had to turn down $50 million four times. Four times. 
just to protect my integrity and that virgin hole I was telling yeah. you about. <laughs> right. Because uh, P. Diddy be wanting to party. And you got to tell him no. Oh, you got to tell him no. I, I did. I did. See, I got the receipts for everything I'm telling you. That's why I can say them so freely. Kid, I need another one. Here, get you another one. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Come on. Because early on, you was accusing me of being... Cat. Man. It's crazy. I mean, but you know, some of these people... Martin tried to put me in my first dress. When he had to go on his hiatus, he tell me, Cat, when I come back, I need you. You're my young partner. You're my brother in comedy. When I come back, just promise me that my next movie, it'll be me and you. We're going to do it together. We're going to do some buddy cop shit. I said, Martin, you got my motherfucking word, my nigga. Go. All right. You got to protect this virgin booty hole. Next one. Another video. Oh, this is an eight minute video. The mar the guy married a whore. Cat Williams on Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Unfortunately, I smoke cigarettes and weed. If you catch me fifteen times, fifteen times I'm gonna have it on me. What do you think I'm in jail thinking? Oh, I don't fuck up. <laughs> Damn these decisions. I'm not gonna protect my life at all when I get out of here. Fuck it. Let them do what they wanna do to me. No. No, I, when I'm in there, I'm fine, and I'm understanding that I'm put here for a reason. And the people that get joy off me being in here are really going to look stupid because I'm finna be free. Because you got to be setting this up. I'm never anywhere to get anything. You don't know I just made $300,000 in your city. That's why you think I might be out here as a ne'er-do-well. You think I'm, he's smoking weed. Yeah, he's got a medical license for it. He needs it. It's his only medication. Do you mind if he takes it? It helps him eat. Because he does 19-100 city tours, flying across the line. And so he doesn't get hungry on the regular. He doesn't get sleepy at night. He's got to literally put himself to sleep. He's literally got to make himself eat. So this marijuana helps him do both of those things. Marijuana help you sleep? Oh, yeah. Because remember, remember, as a comedian, what you're doing is against your natural <laughs> timeline. Your natural timeline wouldn't be that you would start your work day at 8 o'clock p.m. Right. And then your work day is over at 2.30 a.m. Like, that's a weird. Yes. Right. So to tell your body now that we're pumped up on endorphins. Now let's go to sleep at three. It don't work like that. Your body has to try to get a whole new schedule. So, you know, it suffered, but that's what worked for me. I consistently used it. I told people all across the country, don't worry, this will be legal in our country. As soon as they find out how to charge taxes for it, we will be legal in this country. Do they view me as some sort of visionary for my forward thing? No, no. You own drugs. That's <laughs> what I heard. <laughs> Yeah, but how you been, I mean, bro, every time they try to put you down, they try to put you to the back, yeah. you put, you bounce up, you move right back to the front. Damn, you, I mean, you like a Super Bowl. You just keep bouncing and you bounce higher. Trampoline skin is something that you ask God for. Yes, sir. God, please give me trampoline skin. Let's play. When I watched you play football, you had it. There's some people that there's really no such thing as hitting 
Shannon Sharp so hard that he don't want to run the ball the next play. Right. Absolutely. And if that's your only goal is to hit him so hard that he don't want to be him no more, you just out of luck. Yeah, you wasting your time. There's no, no your coach can't help you. There ain't no pep talk going to help you. <laughs> don't matter about the uniform, your chili. None of that matters. If it ever gets to mano y mano, may the best man win. And if you've been living your entire life trying to be the best man that you can for mm -hmm. yourself, then you should feel great about those odds. What do you think about Kanye rant? What's going on with Kanye? From a distance, obviously, I don't know how well you know Kanye. I don't know if you've been around Kanye, but from a distance, what 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 do you suspect's going on? Very, very. By the way, I just have to say, very good interview question. The way you, he worded that, you don't have to go it. Whether you know him close, and you don't have to talk about it like that. Just from a distance, I suspect that we're pretty awful people if we say that somebody got a mental illness, and then we watch what they do. If you say somebody got special needs, then why would you be watching them and holding them accountable like everybody else? Wouldn't you grade them on a curve? Wouldn't you go, whew, this guy. Because, I mean, what are we reacting to? What are we reacting to? You're the one that put him in a position where he thought he was God and could call himself Jesus. And you're the one told a guy that writes musical lyrics that he was a genius. Mm -hmm. You're the one that's like, so what, what do you expect? The guy married a whore. Like, what? Oh, Lord. Like, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I mean, married her because she was one. Not he didn't know. He understood that he wanted that. He courted that. That's what he wanted to base his family on. But maybe he got, he got a good heart, though. I know what you're going to say. Don't you say it, Kat. Don't you say it. I'm going to move the conversation. If what I'm saying is not correct, then how does she end up with Pete Davidson? I mean, it happens all the time. And what if you weren't even good enough for Pete and he leaves you? What do that mean the product was? No, I don't, I don't support... Or villainize Kanye because I don't understand what it is we want from him. I, I don't know why we look at a basketball player and say he didn't score no hockey goals this whole season. <laughs> he don't play hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye don't say nothing I can agree with. Yeah. Okay. I, he was the weird guy in the beginning with the pink sweaters right. when we met him. Like. Yeah. What do you think moving to a beat of your own drop? This, this dude started a church and kept cussing. Nobody in black church said nothing. You would have thought all the pastors would have came. You can't be no gospel artist. You just said fuck that bitch. <laughs> Nobody said nothing. Because T.D. Jake's over there with Pete in it. Like, oh, hey, look, come on, cat. Only the guy you had here has been upfront and honest and a man of God and humble and took the L's he had to take and didn't. I, I did see it was trending though, but I ain't know. I, I don't. I don't, I ain't know why I can't. I don't. Let me go to this question right here. This question. All people that love. Yo, he the way he quickly pulled up that question. The truth got to be happy if the truth coming out and lies is getting exposed. That's just what time it is. 2024, folks. Are you related to uh, Luda? 
No. Um, so there was a crossroads where we were both invited. See, I heard he's his cousin. However, he said no. To an Illuminati thing. And it had to be one or the other of us. And decisions had to be made. So it was both of us. We were equal. One of us had to cut off all their hair and couldn't do the sideburn thing no more with the points. And the next person they said was going to get $200 million because they were going to pay him $10 million a movie to do 20 movies. And that's how the conversation happened. One of those persons turned out to be ludicrous, and the other person turned out to be Cat Williams. <laughs> now, one person ended up with a light-skinned, ugly-faced wife that's never done a... Remember I told you that if I say that, it applied to seven people? Yes. It's part of what they give you. Okay, I did. A light-skinned, ugly-faced wife. You get it. I'm not mad about it. How much money did they give? 200. Sir, Fast and Furious is on what number right Ten. now? 10 more. 200 million. I might need to get me one of the more women to <laughs> look the same. That's what they all end up saying at the end of the day. Kevin told you he wasn't going to wear no dress until they offered him the dress, and then he put it on. And what did he say after he wore it? I made my own decision. Duh. But you didn't make it before they brought it up, did you? It's okay. It's all right. You have a lot of politics. Never talk about it. I'm not that controversial. <laughs> what, 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 where, are we go? where are we headed, Cat? Uh, this is sad. This, we've never been here before. We've never been at the point where neither option is good for us in real oh, life. He gives a great point. No. This is a different conversation. This is, would you rather go back with your ex or would you rather go back with the person before them? About politics. Like, would you rather go back with your ex or the person before them? Ooh, this one might have been right after that, too. It goes, comedian beef. Cat Williams takes a shot at Michael Blackson. Most comedians don't get booed enough. And he's actually right about the booed enough part. Let's play it. The audience's opinion is the only opinion that matters. Not you, the writer, not none of that. And so I don't think any comedian has ever been booed unnecessarily either. Uh, uh, <laughs> Facts. You get booed necessarily. People don't boo you unless you really fucking up. Let's continue. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, what, what do they say when a guy shoots the air ball in the NBA? They say, air ball, right. to make sure everybody knows. But, again, he still got to get back on D. Right. Like, the game didn't end. He don't get to throw his hands up and sulk. Right. That's supposed to be used as a learning experience. Most comedians don't get booed enough. I mean... This is how you end up with a Michael Blackson who's a real African doing a fake African accent. Okay, mo, don't. Uh, this guy is mad at me. All I did was give him the best advice of his life. Remember, he was wearing dirty dashikis. Dashikis. And I told him he needed to dress to be in the position that he's trying to say that he's in. And if you're the African king of comedy, sir, there's actually comedians in Africa doing comedy. If you're going to say that, you got to go to Africa and get a school, dude. Everybody got you. You got to put in some work. And these guys, they take my advice. They change their whole persona. And. And then they hate me for it. And generally, I'm just too big, 
to comment or make a statement about it or do a live or any of that. But when it gets to be a whole grouping of these guys, I got to come and talk to Shannon. <laughs> and I agree with that, man. I mean, like, I even myself, like, I'll be helping motherfuckers and they be taking my advice and they be running with it and then it helps them and then silent treatment. And you know what? I don't care. Mainly, I don't care because I'm doing this because I love you guys and I want you to be better and I want to be better myself, obviously. But I'm not going to get upset. All right, I think we only have one more video of the Cat Williams interview. It's a shorter one. It's called Cat Williams alleges that Chris Tucker is on the Epstein list while discussing if he would do another Friday movie. Would you be willing to do another Friday? Cube already asked me to write it. I was supposed to have been writing it. That's this is what these guys are mad about. Like <clears throat> we lost some great people before this movie mm -hmm. could come out regardless. Right. And so yes, there desperately needs to be one. Um, um but um, we miss John Witherspoon in a way that can't really be quantified, right. if I'm being honest with you. And um, the Chris Tucker that we got now is Epstein Island Chris Tucker, oh, Lord. not Smokey. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't know no better, I'd tell you he's the greatest. I don't care what you say. <laughs> to be about confident Christmas. and not delusional Christmas. is a real skill. Most of these confident people we see is really delusional. Well, you don't think you don't think they asked Chris Tucker to come back in the second in the snack in the second Friday? Smokey, Smokey was all in Smokey. There ain't no Friday without Smokey. We all agree to that, and there's no next Friday without Friday, and there's no Friday after next without Friday. Nah, we talk about the road because you said that they don't... Here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. Chris was allowed to make the decision. At the time that this is happening, Cat Williams is known for smoking weed. Willie Nelson is known for smoking weed. Right. Snoop's known for smoking weed, but none of us is really known except Willie. And I'm saying... Chris Tucker didn't want to be the poster child for smoking weed. He don't right. smoke weed like right. that. Right. He in the church. He Michael Jackson's best friend. Christmas. Christmas. Michael Jackson called him Christmas. Christmas. You ever met a man that gave you a little nickname like that? No. Mm -hmm. oh, me Christmas. neither. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I just did Cat Williams doing Cat Williams doing. All right, I just did Cat Williams doing. All right. Yousef did an impression of Cat Williams doing an impression of Michael Jackson. Christmas? That's Christmas? Hey, what's up, Christmas? That's me, Kevin Hall. I'm sorry, uh, Cat Williams doing a, doing a Michael Jackson impression. Pam, 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 pam. Pam, 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 pam. They laughed at my joke. Pam, 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 pam. All right, we almost done. Shannon Sharp reacts to interview with Cat Williams, says the hardest part was Cat Williams talked about people he's cool with. Right. Because sometimes when you're doing an interview and the guy gets so comfortable, he starts saying some things. Right. That, I mean, he starts, 
And that's the thing, Gil. I'm cool with Steve Harvey. I'm mm-hmm. cool with Ricky Smiley. I'm cool with said entertainer. I'm cool with uh, with Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. I know Michael Blackson a little bit, but I I don't know him. I don't have his number. But I'm a lot of the people that he earthquake, earthquake yeah. my dog. I told her quake <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now yeah. he's the guy that I talk to more than any of those guys. But mm-hmm. do I have conversations with Steve, with Steve Harvey? Absolutely. Have mm-hmm. I talked to Kevin Hart? Yeah, been to Kev's house, checked his car collection, and just saw him at an event the other night. So I have a, a, a personal relationship. I'm not saying we boys, they come to my house and I go to their house, but we have a a, 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 a friendly uh, relationship that we cool. Mm-hmm. And so my thing is, I'm like, well, that's the hardest part because yeah. he's talking, he's saying things about people. And I'm like, man, I say the best thing for me is just to be Switzerland, stay neutral, mm-hmm. ask the questions. And then I'm going to let the view, viewing audience, I'm not taking a side. I'm going to let the viewing audience take their side. Uh, Cedric has already responded. Michael yeah. Blackson has responded. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't think, I don't think, I don't know if Kat's going to respond. Um, but it wasn't that faith. Uh, one of our faithful said that damn Laportier is true, sir. Cat took one sip. Nah. No, actually, we got, Jordan can tell you. We could have should have had the cameras rolling when he walked in. Oh, he was going already. And 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 <laughs> Shannon, you don't even know what kind of name is Shannon for a big ass. If you wouldn't twice as big as me, motherfucker, just know I would not be calling you Shannon with a straight face. Also, I gotta dress some beef. Ah, oh, you've been having some motherfuckers on before you even had me on. This motherfucker talking about this and this motherfucker talking about that. So, Shannon, roll the tapes. Let's get fucking started. That's my impression of Cat. Alright, next video. Oh, my favorite country in the world. Indian railway staff dumping trash off of tracks from moving train. And at first, it's just a whole garbage bag, and this right over the edge, just dump that shit. Dump it. Who's recording? I want to know. Now there's a whole bunch of shit on the floor, right? So what do you do? Scrape it all up. This motherfucker got a squeegee. He's squeegeeing everything towards the door. He opened it up. Saving the plastic bag, the garbage bag, because you got to reuse that. He's pushing all the rice. The gutted rice and the, be- the other plastic containers and the water bottles and shit. To pull them out of the plane. To the train. And we're going to end with this video. Well, that went left. Dude gives a review of his vacation in India and nothing could prepare you for what you're about to hear. Let's play it. Yeah, for two months. He, oh, well, don't. Mistake or a piece of shit. I don't want to diss Indians. In, not Indians in general. I won't diss Indians. But I'll diss India. I got sick as soon as I got there. Got a deli belly. And this is the sort of diarrhea, right, in India where you'd be there, your stomach would do this, this thing. Deli goes, belly. Like this. <laughs> like, all I can say is it just turns like that. And you go, 
You have a 30 second countdown to find a toilet or something. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just pooing in the street because that's just how it works. And everything in India was mad. Just like, I'm on a train. I, I, I'm, standing, I'm starting to get used to India. I've seen dead bodies in India. I've seen all sorts. I'm starting to get used to it. And I'm hanging out of a train going south on the trains through a jungle. It's beautiful. And I'm just getting splashes on my face. Little splashes. And I'm like, what the hell? There's some water on my face. I noticed the guys are pissing off the train above in front of me instead of going to the toilet thing. So I'm getting pissed in my face. Watch the <laughs> I go down to the south i go to the beach in india i'm starting to get used to it i'm starting to like it again i find like a secluded beach to myself in uh, kerala i'm on the beach i'm like okay i'm, I'm actually feeling india now it's, it's not bad nice weather you know out of nowhere i'm on the beach i'm alone out of nowhere this this bloke passes me in like a long dress goes into the sea like right in front of me i'm the only guy on the beach he goes into the sea right in front of me and he uh just takes a dump right in front of me just takes a dump right in front of me yeah he just poos there and then he's like splashing his bum with the water, sea water. water. and i'm like i'm off I, I was supposed to go to Sri Lanka. I was like, I'm off. I'm taking the next flight to uh, home. I was like, That's yeah. just savage. Yeah. yeah, but it was an experience. I'll tell you that. India's an experience. Yeah. Humble you? Uh, you realize you don't want to live in India. So you realize. <laughs> you realize. <laughs>